I just want you to know, if you just joined us, this is the 25th uh, podcast episode we're doing. If the last 15 minutes were live, <laughs> this would be a bad situation if the last 15 minutes were live. We were having a little too much fun. Adam uh, uh, telling us his uh, 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 pickup lines, which may be for a different, uh, yeah. different uh, episode that we'll do. Anyways, um, <laughs> we have a lot to cover today. Lot. A lot of crazy mm-hmm. things happened the last two days. Um, I'm going to show a video I did about voting, just so you know where my values and principles lie. Yeah. This is a video I did April of 2014 All right. Okay, on how I felt about the voting system and how I think we should change the voting system. We'll get a chance to watch it, hopefully on 1.5. Just Still to, relevant? I think today? I think it's important because some of the stuff I was watching myself, I'm like, okay, that's extreme. This is, <laughs> but it's good to see it to kind of see what happens. Have uh, you evolved your opinion? Uh, I all. think you'll see when you see where all I was right. at at I'm that time. But I actually it. like what he had to say, what the 35-year-old PBD had to say. I actually like what he had to say. I like that guy. He's a good guy, that guy. He's a good guy. Okay, we're going to talk about age. Ages. Like, what, what ages do we get to do certain things in America? Mm-hmm. Being a president, being a vice president, Senate, House. Sexual consent, smoking, alcohol. I guarantee you some of you guys are going to learn numbers about age and consent, certain things Mm -hmm. that you never thought were legal. We're going to talk about today. Alibaba's uh, singles uh, singles day that they had, (laughs) they had a decent day. We'll let you know how that compares against uh, Amazon. Bill Ackman makes another massive bet on new new COVID-19 surge. The last time he made this bet, Kai, the last time he made that bet, he made a lot of money. But he's doing it again, and this time around, he's doubling down billionaire. You'll see where he's going with it. Pfizer CEO, the day after they announced the vaccine, you will not believe what he did with his shares the day after they announced the vaccine. I mean, it's, it's shocking when you find out what he's seriously. It's shocking when you find that, and I'm curious to know your thoughts about it. Uh, ammunition backlog over a billion dollars. Adam's been concerned every day lately. Have you guys noticed that? Adam's been complaining about ammunition backlog. Yeah, I can't. Concern. I mean, I, mine's on back order for months now. I got to get my guns. I need, I need, I need 10 like, more. That's why he got his nunchucks out. <laughs> I need 10 more guns. No, no, no. Adam's going to get away with anything by just being charming and smooth. Listen, I don't think it's a good idea for you to shoot me right now. Because don't you want to live a long life and enjoy? Listen. You know, don't you want to do I got to tell me to tell you, the day that you shoot me and kill me, you will die the next day. This is what happened. That's exactly the line. That's bad karma, man. What is it, episode three or two? I think it's one of them we talked about. Genius. My premonition. Governor Abbott welcomes major stock exchange to Austin, Nasdaq. They're having conversations right now. Kai, did you get the story about California and Newsom on what New York and California is doing? Is it in there or no? Is it in here when I go to it? Okay, Georgia's doing a recount by hand. Uh, Biden's uh, 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 buddy is saying that we should shut down the economy for six weeks, which is a brilliant (laughs) idea, obviously. Tesla uh, selling to, to kilo bottles for two fifty. Uh, where is that article? That's the article I want to really talk about. The one that talks about. Um, uh, uh, let me see where you have it. Da, 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 da. Nearly eighty percent of Americans say Biden won White House, ignoring Trump's refusal to concede. That's Reuters, which is uh, it's a big number. We'll talk about that as well. Uh, I do not see where you have that guy. Is it under politics? What it's the top of the page where it starts with Republicans? Can you read it? You just read it. You're talking about. You're looking for the eighty percent number. No, no, I'm talking about how California and New York are telling you how to celebrate Thanksgiving. Oh, I haven't seen that. Have you seen that? It's absolutely berserk. Oh, there's on, a, hey, uh, hey, a limit hey, of if 10 you don't people. have it here, Watch how I don't you're talking see about my governor. Be I'm, careful. I apologize. Oh, it's at the bottom uh, of the page where it says politics. Well, we get into it. I want to get into the page. Bottom of the page politics. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I, I don't mind getting into that, but I think it's a good idea we get into Thanksgiving holiday uh, rules. Oh, let me see here. I want to get into that right off the bat. Anyways, why don't we get into uh, 
I don't have it here. If you have it, why don't show we start the story off with telling everybody why you look so fresh this morning? Oh, I look so fresh this morning yeah. because uh, I uh, woke up this morning. I said, I don't know why. I just want to look good for Adam today. It's just a commitment <laughs> I made to myself. You know, why don't you do that for me every day anymore? No, I just I, I do it every day. Sometimes it's a white T-shirt. Sometimes it's white shoes. <laughs> it's pretty consistent. Can let's talk about looking fresh. Tom Rooke, the Kangol. He's yeah. breaking it back to the '80s. You know what? He's doing when, it. when I don't have to spend any time on my hair, it saves me 10 minutes. It's awesome. 10 minutes. Wow. So Minimum. So so let's get into it. Alibaba. Let's start off with business. Alibaba. Okay. Mm -hmm. All we think about is and hear about is Amazon, 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 Amazon. Right? It's all we hear about and we talk about Amazon all the time. If you want to give it to me, if you have that. Alibaba's single day that they have. Is that yours or mine? Mine. Okay. Yeah. Alibaba's singles day, which is Amazon's prime day. Right? Yeah. Alibaba's singles day post-virus ends up doing $56 billion. Let me say that one more time. Singles day does $56 billion in a day. Amazon, for their prime day this year, they did $3.5 billion. $3.5 billion versus $56 billion. We're talking 16 times is what they did. Uh, singles day was created by Alibaba, Exec Jack Ma, and Daniel Zhang. As a foil to Valentine's Day, the date 11-11 was picked because it looks like bare branches, single and unattached. We feel even lonelier now. Alibaba kicked off uh, sales a little earlier this year as of 12.30 30 a.m. local time. Consumers spent $56.3 billion uh, on products. To move all the products around, Alibaba's logistics arm prepared 3,000 chartered flights and cargo ships, 3 million logistic workers, and 10,000 mobile lockers to get this done. What do you think about I mean. Yeah, the logistics. Fifty-six billion against three point five billion. Yeah, you know what? I don't begrudge these guys how rich it's they insane. are. You know, Bezos and, and and Jack. By the way, how is Jack Ma only worth forty billion dollars? Oh, he's not. He's, he's no, just he's crossed hundred billion. Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah. He just okay. crossed hundred billion dollars. You know, when you see a picture of Jack, you yeah. kind of get the idea why uh, he wasn't getting a lot of dates on Valentine's Day, and he had to create this. That makes but sense. hey, brilliant! I'm sure all he's the getting way. dates now, though. Oh my God! Can you he's imagine? Right. Hey, here's a little fun fact about um, guys four eight about uh, Singles Day. <laughs> just the amount of bra. They sold on the first day 1.6 million bras. How many you get? If you stacked them up, it would be three times higher than Mount Everest. Isn't that unbelievable? That's a lot of bras to move in China. You know, they sold 1.6 million bras just on the first day. And I think this is. I think this hit 100 billion. You know, because they do it longer. It's more than just one day. They go and go and go. I think it's a great sign that the economy is strong. If China. China, where they started the virus, yeah. you know, is doing this well with their economy. I think is a good sign, but it also reflects on the fact that the pandemic, people are yeah. shopping from home more. Those are staggering numbers. The logistics of what you just talked about, the amount of planes and, and how these guys coordinate this thing. We get ticked off if our Amazon delivery is 15 minutes late. Can you imagine what's going on in these warehouses where they have to, like— you know, that, maybe that's why it's so hard to work for Amazon and they run such a tight ship. But I think it's staggering. I think it's unbelievable. And I hope uh, I hope it's a sign of, of, of good things for the economy if China's having this much well, success. It's always reassuring when there's 1.5 million bras selling. It's always a good thing. But what are your thoughts about this <laughs> a lot of, uh, numbers? A lot of titties are being thanked on um, Singles Day. Protected. Yeah, protected. Good for them. I mean, speaking of Jack Ma, what was the big news from him last week that he launched the, the largest ever IPO that ever with well exactly well yeah. the uh, the ant group i'm not sure, necessarily sure it flopped is that was that was that what the uh what do you mean it, the final news sure it flopped what what actually happened did it what not happened? i'm asking it you. didn't happen it didn't happen no it didn't he, happen. he was launching it and then what, 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 what the chinese government kind of stepped yeah, in it a little didn't bit happen. too they stopped mm -hmm. it
Yeah. Poor Jack Ma. What, I mean, so where did how did his wealth go from four hundred? Uh, uh, forty billion to hundred billion overnight. Then I thought that was. It's called your company does fifty six billion. In a day. It's all because of the Alibaba. The, net, uh, Alibaba. the, the list came out yesterday. He's now on the list of hundred billion hundred billion dollar net worth. It's mm -hmm. him. It's Gates. I think it's Zuck. It's Musk, and I'm uh, uh, one other one. I'm missing one other one. Musk, Zuck, Gates. Warren Buffett. No, it's the Renault guy. It's the it's the Louis Vuitton. What is that? Oh, one? Yeah, Bernard, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, He's that Bernard guy. Wait, by the way, how LVMH. high will that get in our lifetime? Will we see somebody at 500 higher? You think Bezos? In our lifetime? In our lifetime. 100%. You think we'll see a trillionaire? In our lifetime, who's the youngest? He's 40, so let's just say he lives to 90. He's healthy. He takes care of himself. <laughs> Uh, 50 years in 50 years, I think we'll, we could see a trillionaire in 50 years. But there's also a good chance if Biden gets reelected, if he gets elected for the first time, that uh, Bezos could be a millionaire. Well, that's a that's an interesting one right there. It'll take a, it'll take more than I think it'll take AOC for him to be a millionaire. <laughs> we need an AOC for him to be a millionaire. I think Biden's not going to make him a millionaire. Anyways. Uh, okay, if you're watching this and you're enjoying it, why don't you share this with others and uh, push a thumbs up uh, for uh, our buddies at YouTube to uh, for the algorithms to kick in. Uh, uh, because I know we're just getting warmed up here with the stories. I really want to get into this California, New York story, but I think we we lead into it. Let's hang tight for it. Let's talk about Bill Ackman here. Let's talk about Bill Ackman and we'll go into the vaccine situation. So Bill Ackman, billionaire, made another massive bet on the new COVID-19 surge. I hope we lose money on the next hedge, Ackman told the Financial Times conference on Tuesday. We're in a treacherous time generally, and what's fascinating is the same bet we put on eight months ago is available on the same, uh, is available on the same uh, uh, terms as if there had never been a fire and, uh, the on the probability that the world is going to be fine. Bill Ackman just placed another big bet against the credit markets as coronavirus cases surge nationwide. The billionaire has, invest has said... He bought $8 million worth of insurance that will pay off at co its, uh, if companies start defaulting on their debts like they did when the coronavirus shut down the economy in the spring. The bet is nearly identical. His now famous hedge in late March, in which he turned, he bought $27 million of credit default swaps, CDS, which is what they used to do in uh, the movie, The Big Short. Right. He mm -hmm. bought a $27 million credit default swap that netted him a staggering. You ready? He bought $27 million. In March, that turned it into $2.6 billion is what he did. He's banking on the economy, taking a hit. Mm -hmm. When Ackman took his profits on March 23rd, there were just over 10,000 new cases of COVID-19 nationwide. On Tuesday, new cases were just shy of 140,000, a dizzying number that has stoked fears of a second lockdown. What are your thoughts on this? His biggest thing was, you know, he came out in mid-March pre-lockdown. I mean, what was the big event that happened that the world was like, or America was like, holy, what's going on? The South NBA lockdown. or NBA NHL. Well, NBA yeah. And when the NBA shut down, everyone was like, what the hell's going on here? That was like, I think, March Yeah, that was the whole... 10th, uh, maybe, give or take? Fair yeah. enough? Yeah, that's... that's he came that's out, I want to say, March 15th, 16th, 17th, right, like second week in March. And he basically, his, the first thing he said is, hell is coming. It was like the lead story on CNBC. Uh, hedge fund billionaire Bill Ackman has announced hell is coming and basically called on Trump for a lockdown. This is pre full on lockdown and the dominoes fell and, and clearly the guy was right because COVID exploded at that point. He placed the, the correct bet is, has been called the, what the single best trade of all time. I and mean, this is what a hedge fund guy does, right? I mean, you buy a 27 position. 27 million into 2.6 billion yeah. that yeah. quickly. 
That's yeah, insane. Know, Do you think there's something shady going on there? No, no, I'm not. I'm okay. just thinking it's, it's a great move. You know, yeah, yeah I mean, he's the brilliant. guy saw something yeah. coming. Obviously, here, here's the deal. I mean, stay in your lane, though, bro. I mean, you know, you don't need to be telling the president what to shut down. Okay, if you want to get rich, you're an opportunist. You're brilliant. I have no problem with that whatsoever. Here's here's the problem I have. He his quote after this latest round of shorting, he goes, "I hope we lose money." Yeah, right. Okay, don't be disingenuous about it. I mean, you're in it to make That's money. If you're so concerned about, hey, I don't want this virus to take off and more people to die and get sick and, and blah, 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 then donate the money you made the first time. Okay? You're a capitalist. You want to make the money. You got the opportunity. Say, I hope we make another $3 billion. Don't be like this. Okay, it makes you it seem he's like he's playing both sides. He wants to be nice, but also make a couple billion. He's protecting himself. Yeah, you know what? I don't. Also, I also don't like the fear that he's throwing out there too. Oh, it's coming! It's coming! Back in March when he made that first bet, there was only ten thousand cases. Are there more than that now? Has it gone up? I haven't seen the latest stats. Are there still ten thousand? No, I'm joking. It's like you know, one four million. Yeah. Right. Um, so anyway, oh. the, you know it's going to work. It, this, the timing for him is perfect. If Biden holds on to this. <laughs> It's it's all setting up what for him he, to double that. What did that. he bet this time? He he put on how much is some eight million? Is that all he did? Yeah. So he didn't go twenty seven million again. Uh, I, correct. I, I don't understand. Eight, okay, this one is thirty percent as big as the last one. I think. Yeah, thirty percent. So eight million. Yeah, exactly. What are you doing? Just if you just put another twenty seven. If twenty seven turned into two point six, maybe he's not as confident. Yeah, that so eight, that eight million. If it did the same thing, it would turn into eight hundred million dollars. That's what it would do. That eight million to eight hundred, eight hundred, hundred x your money in a span right. of a couple months. Well, he already, three he already, billion uh, for the year. Good he already hundred x his money the first time around. Imagine going doing that again in, in the span. But of I one tell year. you, I think if he's going from twenty seven to eight, I don't think he's as confident about the fact that he, uh, uh, it's going to be as bad. Pat, I mean, if you're that confident, yeah. you would put fifty four. You would put a hundred. What's on? You just made two point six billion. Why don't you right. put a hundred of it? Who cares what's a hundred? You know, here's my biggest problem with it though, yeah. because okay, he's successful doing this. It's yeah. working. A lot of people have seen the big short movie. There's going to be a lot of people jealous that they didn't think of this, that have the ability to do yeah. it, that are in the financial world. Yeah. What's to stop them from creating a frenzy that another wave is coming so they can make a billion dollars because the media will run with it. They love these stories that the country yeah. is falling apart, is ready to shut down again, that the COVID virus is taking over everything. So watch for that because there's going to be a lot of people that are jealous they didn't think of it. If you're watching this, what do you think about it? What do you think about a guy betting $27 bucks to turn into $2.6 billion Right afterwards, what are your thoughts? Is that okay? Are you comfortable with that? I'm curious if you're watching this, comment below. But let's get into the next story. The next story to me, it's, uh, I mean, guys, this is very weird. Pfizer CEO announces the vaccine, cashes out 60% of his stock on the same day the company unveiled the results of its COVID-19 vaccine trial. Let me say this one more time. This is not a typo. Pfizer CEO cashes out 60% of his stock on the same day the company unveiled the results of its COVID-19 vaccine trial. So they announced the vaccine, how it did, the 90% efficacy, all the stats that they gave us, and he sells 60% of the stock on the same. Wouldn't you keep it if you think the company is going to be going up? Wouldn't you be thinking that the market responded, Disney went up, everything went up except for those Zoom stocks, the companies that were relying yeah. on the pandemic to stick right. around. Albert Borola Sold 62% of his stock on the same day. The drug maker announced the COVID-19 vaccine trial. Borola sold $5.6 million of his stock on Monday as part of his predetermined trading plan adopted August 19. His stock sale was carried out at $41.94 a share. The 52-week high for Pfizer was $41.99, so $0.05 cents less, which means the CEO cashed out his shares at close to their highest price this year. Pfizer and its German partner, BioNTech, 
on Monday became the first to post positive results from late-stage COVID-19 vaccine trials. I mean, he has to know when he makes this move that it's going to hit the, the media and they're going to run with it. So I'm sure he has some sort of excuse. Well, you got to understand, here's what I was doing. Here's the thing. But as far as optics goes, this looks like the classic case of insider trading, right? I mean, this is has insider trading, not even so much insider. He knew this was going down. And he just exited. I mean, he, he it hit the first time. What it was the first? It was a high for the year, forty one ninety four. He sold it forty one ninety nine, and he just got out. I mean, what what more could there be other than insider trading here? You know, I got two thoughts on this. Number one, like you said, it was predetermined in August that he was going to do this. But number one, I'm suspicious about everything regarding the timing of this announcement. Politically, all right, when it came out, you know. Just conveniently a few days after the election, how it happens to uh, help one individual and then, you know, how this breaks that day. But here's the other thought I had when I heard that he made five million dollars on this. Holy More than five million. He sold uh, 45. 5.6 million dollars. Yeah, 5.6 million dollars. Yeah. Holy crap, is he underpaid for developing the vaccine that is going to stop a pandemic? He is only making five million. Yeah. OK, remember when everybody was talking about Bill Gates you know, kind of like manipulating this whole thing, wanting to be involved in finding the vaccine to make billions. How do you only make $5.6 million for coming up with the vaccine to stop COVID-19? I think he should have made 10 times that. To come out with that vaccine. Yes, yes. You know, hey, look, he, he did it. He was the first one yeah. out to market. I There's no way he could be that stupid to come out and, you know, to, to do anything that could get him in trouble yeah, financially. But So sometimes these deals, because it says here, uh, he sold $5.6 million in stock on Monday as part of his predetermined trading plan adopted August 19th. So on August 19th, they didn't know that the market was going to, or Pfizer was going to announce the vaccine on this specific day. So was that a predetermined date that they were going to sell it on this specific day? Or could he have sold it later on? Because if you're optimistic about the fact that the vaccine is going to do very well, isn't it fair to say that Pfizer stock is about to blow up? Yeah. And if Pfizer stock is about to blow up and go from forty-one ninety-four a share, which is what he sold, if it's going to go to eighty dollars, that's what? That's twelve million dollars for him. If it goes to one sixty, that's twenty-four million dollars for him. Why is he cashing out at five point six? Now here's the other it thing. Seems very low. Sometimes when you see this, maybe there's a divorce going on where the wife is forcing to sell shares yeah. because you have to pay the other half. But that's not it. This is a predetermined. This has got nothing to do with personal life. This right. is a contract Monday as part of a predetermined trading plan adopted August nineteenth. Okay, I got two thoughts on yeah. that. Maybe in August they didn't know they'd be first to get out. Okay, so that's has, what I'm saying. Yeah, okay, that's what I'm saying. And and the other thing too is there might be a, a bonus for him if they were first. He gets ten million new shares you know, that he can hold on to now and watch the stock price rise. So I'm sure there's some sort of incentive for him as the CEO for them to be first. I tell you, I mean, if you're a CEO, think about it, Adam, you're a CEO, you're a CEO of uh, Pfizer, okay? And you decided to work with Pfizer because they have great product, blue pills, whatever they got. But let's just say you're, you're a CEO of <laughs> Pfizer, okay? And you know more than anybody else that your vaccine is about to come out. Mm-hmm. You know all the testing you've done. You know what's coming out. And you know what kind of a blockbuster announcement is going to be if you're going to be the what? First. Pfizer's going to be on every single paper. Times, Post, Washington, New York, L.A. Everything is going to say Pfizer, Pfizer, Pfizer. Pfizer CEO for one day is the most famous man in the world. And one day, he's the most famous man in the world. You didn't know the name uh, Albert Borla as of the day before they announced it. You didn't know the Hell name. Hell no. Okay? Well, nobody knew the no. name. Now, except for the people in the industry knew the name, but yeah. most people didn't know the name. You know this is coming up. 
Aren't you having a conversation with the guys who say, look, uh, can I hang on to my shares? Do I have to sell my shares? Can mm-hmm. I not sell my shares? Can I sit on these shares? Can I just hang tight? Because the scariest thing is when somebody's putting a bet on a, when you're going through a transaction, and let's just say you want to sell something, sometimes the buyer will ask you, do you want to keep some of the shares yourself? If you say, no, I want to sell 100% of the shares, but I'm really optimistic about this business, guess what the buyer says? How are you optimistic, but you right. want to sell 100%? But if you say, no, I'm cool, I'll, I'll let it roll a little bit, what does the buyer say? Okay, good. He's oh, wow, also yeah. vested with us. He's got skin in the game. I mean, he's keeping some yeah. of it, but wouldn't you keep the shares for another six months? He sold 62% of his stock. Yeah. I actually agree with Tom here. 5.6 million it's nothing. seems yeah. I think very that, low. Nothing. Listen, the that's great, why I was like, well, he's made more than $5 million. Exactly. Here. Well, but, you got to realize, CEOs don't make as much money as you think. Founders do. Okay. CEOs not the same as a founder. Fair especially Fair in enough. Europe. Yeah. They're not like American CEOs. Unless if you're a CEO of Tim Cook, Apple, things like right. that, different story. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. You know, the gravy train is not going to stop for him for a long time. couple reasons why. Uh, a, do you know that when we get the vaccine, we're talking about will you get the shot? Yeah. It's two shots. All right. It's not just one. You have to go back and do another shot in three weeks. This is a two-part deal. And the other thing, too, is... I saw a story today where the vaccine they're hoping is going to last for a year. So this thing is going to be around for much longer than a year. So Pfizer, if they're the first ones out there, if they can prove this thing and, and people trust it, they trust this vaccine and it's working, the testing all, all shakes out. I mean, you know, the, it's going to be raining on him for a very long time. I mean, that, that, what, what, uh, you're saying the vaccine is only going to last a year? Well, more than like, no, no, no. no yeah, the vaccine is going to last a yeah. year. So then you're going to have to get it again. If, well, just if like the COVID flu shot, you get there. it every year. Yeah. Right? So then saying? it becomes a continuous thing we do until this thing goes away yeah. and uh, yeah. we don't have it anymore. Well, that's but, the same thing as a flu shot, yeah. right? I mean, you don't, you don't get it yeah. once and you're done. It's By the way, you year. mentioned hey, we had never heard of that CEO. When you Google Pfizer CEO sells stock, that phrase, 59 million hits come up. Exactly. That's how many people checked him out go. after that story. That's broke. exactly the point. Mm-hmm. So imagine, as of the day prior to that, nobody knew. Day next, or fifty-nine million people are searching this guy's name. But that, that For, goes back to my initial point. He has to have a story to tell, knowing that this is going to be the breaking news that comes. Yeah, out but the here's day the other thing too. It's brilliant because what are we talking about yeah. here? The election results. Something like this, if something nefarious was going on, could kind of slide under the cracks a little bit because people are so desperate to find this this vaccine and have something on the market that's working. And we're talking about Biden versus Trump I actually, nonstop. I actually don't know if there's anything nefarious going. I, I, I'm just thinking myself that this is just a, you know, if, if, it's, if it's contracted that you have to right. sell on that day, he's screwed. So if it's something that he had to sell it on that same day, he's sitting around saying, shit, I wish I could keep this for another three more months or six more right. months, right? So if he could have negotiated it, great. If he couldn't have any sold it, then I don't know if it's a good move or not. So what, the bottom line is if it's predetermined trading, yeah. they say on August 19th, you have to sell on November 10th. That's the yeah, date that's, that you that's have what it was. predetermined yeah. trading. So then the big question is, could the announcement have come a day later? Or did it come on that date for him to capitalize on a higher 15% raised stock price? The, the, let me tell you, if this vaccine takes off for Pfizer, that 41 is going to go to 80 in no time. Mm-hmm. Guys, don't forget what happened to Zoom. We didn't even know, know about Zoom. We knew about Zoom, but we didn't know about Zoom right. the way. We, and all of a sudden, shares went from 60 yeah. bucks to $500 mm-hmm. in six months. Yeah. You know what? 60 to $500, that's like saying this $41 is going to go to $350 in the next six months. You know what's $350? If this thing goes to 350 
That's nearly 9x. You know what's 9x of 5.6 million? That's a 50 that's a 50 million dollar payday. Sure. 45 million dollar payday. He left 40 million on the table. Yeah, I would actually be pissed that I had to that's sell. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If he had to sell. So I'm reversing I, course on this. This guy should actually probably want to hold on to this. All right, we'll see. He we'll exited see. 62%. If there is yeah. something shady going on, I am sure it's going to come out in the next few days, but if not, man, if it's if it wasn't a contract, a little bit of a bad time. This is like a case of reverse insider trading. Yeah. Yeah. Like this he got is, screwed on it. Are you saying this is this is called outsider trading? Is that <laughs> outsider, what you would call yeah. it? All right. Well, he's on the inside. So but. so let let's let's talk about let's talk about California, New York. Let's let's talk about California, New York. Two of the coolest uh, governors we got in America. That uh, you know, uh, the other day I don't know if you heard what uh, Newsom not Newsom uh, Cuomo said. Cuomo said, I'd lo- if, I, "If I wasn't a governor, I'd love to deck him in the face. Who said I'd that? love to." Yeah, Cuomo said this about Trump. What Cuomo was that, said, what was the country he, "Wait, you didn't see this? Right? No." Cuomo said, "Have you seen this or no? See if you can find it." <laughs> Cuomo punched Trump. Go to YouTube and type in Cuomo punched Trump. Pat, what was that country accent you used for uh, New York? It was like a, a Buffalo accent because it's definitely not New York. <laughs> I thought it had like, who, Alabama, like, Alabama in it. No, no, freaking Ross Perot make some threats over here. What Cuomo uh, punched Trump. Go up. He just made that allegation. This is do do filter filter it out by uh, week. Filter it out by week. This week, left, 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 right there, week. Uh, let's see. Andrew, going punch in Trump in the face. Yeah, there you go. Uh, 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 do the uh, do the fifty three second one, and I hope you know. Okay, do the fifty three second one right there. Reaction to what it said, and then fast forward. Thomas, we want to end tonight on Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York. Trying to be the most masculine Cuomo on television, he announced he was thinking about punching Donald Trump this year. Sounds pretty tough, right? Punching the president of the United States right in the face, and he would have done it, done it if he hadn't inherited his father's job as governor. Watch. I needed him to help New York. Meaning Trump. That was my job. If I wasn't governor of New York, I would have decked him. Uh, period. I mean, he was attacking me. He was attacking my family. He was uh, anti-Italian. He was uh, every nasty thing. You know, you, if I take away that word governor for 24 hours, I would have had a field day with him. He's on, a ro- <laughs> He's on steroids. Look at his face. That's a roid rage. Oh, my gosh. That's just hilarious. But a part of that to me is New York, the, the attitude of New York. Yeah. Uh, uh, for him to say something like that. He I didn't can't... say he'd punch him in the face, though. He said he would have decked him. What does decked him mean? You tell me what decked him mean. Put him on a deck and have a cup of coffee? What does <laughs> yeah. decked him mean, I mean to it, you? It could have been in the chest. It could have been in the nuts. It could have been a oh kneecap. He could have took a Isn't that worse? Tanya yeah. Hardy in the nuts? Adam, Adam, you are, there is a could, phrase called you're reaching. You are fully reaching <laughs> right, right now, right buddy. What the hell is that? I've that, never that's the seen, universal punch phrase for I've never someone. seen. I have Let two sons. You. you know what my sons say? What? When they punch each other, they punch and they aim at one place. Right Face. <laughs> Face. What do you mean I'm going to take them? I'm going to kick you in the shin, <laughs> well, a.k.a. I'm going to punch you in the shoulder, Mr. Trump. Do you have, a, do you, do you have a problem with him saying that? I have no problem with okay. him saying that. Because Trump said way worse than that. I have, but, I'd punch him right in the face. He said that a hundred times. Did I tell you have a problem with him? I know you're protective of your community. Did I say have a problem with that? I'm just protective of the fighting community. I'm trying to have... I mean, I'm trying to have uh, UFC go oh at it. Oh, my gosh. I've never heard anybody say deck. He didn't say he's going to deck him in Tickle the face. Fight. 
<laughs> Adam, you he wants a pillow hilarious. fight. A UFC pillow fight. If somebody says I'm going to deck him, all of you in here, what does he mean I'm going to deck him? Luis, what is that? Does, does it mean face or shoulder? Eric, honestly. Punch in the face. Punch in the face. I mean, even Norway. What is I'm going to deck him? In the, what are you Why are you going to try Norway, man? Because Norway doesn't deck people all right. in the face. Okay, I was oh, my okay, gosh. To be Adam. honest with you, I was expecting him to be like, I'd smack him right in the kiss or something. Something like straight up in the face. This the kind, this the kind yeah. of stuff you say while you're so good community grows. Yeah. It's coming like that you make you that your community gets more loyal to you. Just say, I wish you would have said something a little more Beat flagrant. Beat the mother like that. Yeah, I thought I you thought wanted to see something like that. I'm just saying the way that we built it up. I well, thought, oh shit, he's I about to say you, something here. Off camera, I'll deck him. Off like, camera, yeah. off recording. I guarantee you, he said what you want him to say. Not, not what I want him to say. What by, I by thought the way, he was going. Here's to say. the craziest thing. Let me tell you guys the craziest thing that many people think I'm crazy for this. I love watching him and his brother on camera yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, I can't know, even tell no, you how much I love it. I can, I can already see, mm -hmm. like, you know, you, I have a lot of friends who are on all sides politically. Mm -hmm. I have Muslim friends. Got, people think I'm Muslim. Half the time I have to explain on Instagram, I'm from Iran. Oh, you know, love to the Muslim community. And I'm like, I'm not Muslim. I hate to disappoint you, but I was born and raised in Iran, right? Yeah. I got people from all sides. Can you imagine Thanksgiving at the Cuomo's? Actually, think about that. I actually think Thanksgiving at the Cuomo's would be so entertaining. Keeping up Everybody with the Cuomo's, is, is talking about. shit, taking shots. Yeah. You know, like you do this, you're this fan. What are you talking about? All you did is being a governor. You're on TV, you work sure. an hour a day. They're nonstop. Well, so they're hilarious. The, the governor had a funny line when he was talking about all his sisters, and he included Chris into that, right? Did you hear that the other day? He lumped him into his group of say? sisters. He goes, I got all these sisters, including Chris. So that was pretty funny. You know, here's the other thing, too. Do not bet against the fact that when Donald, if Donald Trump doesn't prevail in this election, which he still might, um, if he doesn't, Tom. if he doesn't, could, I could see him setting up a pay-per-view, him against Cuomo. I could see the fight. I could see it happening. Who's I mean, going to fight? Trump versus Cuomo. Mm. Trump Cuomo will put it on pay-per-view. Cuomo would kick the shit out of that guy. Are you kidding Dis me? Disagree. Cuomo, what? Disagree. Disagree. What? He's one of those classic Tom, look, guys. Listen, no, listen. You have any, at Disagree. any point, you can jump off the Trump train. <laughs> Fighting a guy who worked at any point, you you're just allowed accused, to jump off. You just accused point. him of not even being you able to get off at a certain stop here. You got to get off at a stop here. You don't think a height advantage means something in a brawl? Six four versus five three, Look or whatever Ty Cuomo is. Five three, five three, five five. He might be five That guy's at least six foot. Cool. You know what else? He's soft. He lives up in where's the capital of New York? Schenectady, so Rich, uh, right Rochester, now, it's not even New York City. He's not so even in Andrew, a big city. Andrew, Andrew is, oh, he's 5'11". Yeah. 5'11", 6'2". He's 5'3", and he's uh, he's reaching over here. By the way, let's just see some of these heights. Chris Cuomo here. is 6'2", by the Tucker way. Tucker Carlson, 6'1". Cooper is 5'10". He's not 5'10". I've seen, he, there's no way in the world Anderson Cooper's uh, 5'10". Uh, uh, Pelosi, 5'5". Five, five. Uh, uh, apparently everybody on Google is two inches taller. <laughs> these are lies across the board. <laughs> Don Lemon's 5'9". He is not six feet. Baron Trump, 7'4". This is ridiculous. <laughs> Who is this guy? That's you saying it, buddy. That's my guy. So, and anyways, let's get, let's, by the way, if you're watching this, if you're watching I this. I guarantee hang you. Hang on a second. Andrew let's Cuomo ask. Let's ask. Are you kidding if, me? If Trump, Donald Trump, senior, fought senior. Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo, New York governor, who would win the fight? Thumbs up, Trump, Trump wins. Thumbs down, Cuomo wins. I'm actually curious. Thumbs up, Trump okay. wins. Cuomo, hang on. Yeah. Cuomo wins. Now, how old? Just give the ages. Give the ages. How old is Andrew Cuomo? Andrew Cuomo, I'm going to say he's probably 65. How old do you think he is? Yeah, he's in his mid to late 60s. He's 62 years old. He's okay. 10 years younger than Trump. He's See, in he better shape. 12 years. 12 years. He's not in good shape. Trump's 72. We thought he was older. Trump is 74. 
What does Trump yeah. say? 12 years? You know what? What by are we talking way, about hey, here? Hey, by the way, before this fight that they have, I would demand a drug test. Trump's because I guarantee you he's on roids. Cuomo, that was a roid Trump's rage. also on roids. How do you think he beat the COVID so quickly? What are you talking about? Listen, listen. We, listen, went, we, we went from politics to steroids. We've had plenty of steroids conversations. You're talking about, about decking damage. people in the face, Pat. Which way, would direction are we going here? Listen, decking yeah. people in the shoulder. It's not <laughs> the face. They would never I'm gonna deck, deck in you in right in your shin cap. I'm going to deck you right in your chest cavity. I cannot believe he said he would deck him in the shoulder, not the face. Listen. Okay, all right, so let's check this Trump out. Trump would pump that fight, though. Check. He would hype it up. That'd be pretty good. He would hype it up. But, but uh, check this out. By the way, for the right payday, you think he would do it? For the right, yeah, for the right pay. Oh, you, you can't rule it out. He's gonna owe a couple hundred million uh, bucks when he leaves office. Yeah, he's gonna need the money. <laughs> Anyways, by the way, I think it would be a terrible fight. I think it would be one of the worst fights of all time to watch that fight. It would be a horrible <laughs> fight. You know all these like uh, what do you call these uh, exhibition fights? They do. They all suck. They're terrible. They're not real fights. fights yeah, it's terrible. How tall was Mike Tyson? By the way, five ten, five eleven. Okay, put- same height as uh, as our guy Cuomo here. You know, what just you, have you just, seen Tyson's thighs? Do you know what Tyson's thighs look like? Yeah, they look like uh, Dylan Ben David's thighs. That's exactly yeah, it. Tyson's thighs are legs. nuts. You know that that yeah. quickness with the you know the the hip flex. Yeah. Anyways, all right, let's talk about uh, Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving is around the corner, folks. If you live in New York and California, we have to warn you: you have to do Thanksgiving right. If you live in New York and California, so you cannot mm-hmm. screw this thing up because people are going to come to your house, and uh, some bad things could happen. Kai, do you want to pull up what the guidelines are? Uh, for uh, do you have both New York and California? Okay, so you want me to read all of this? I needed like a basic one pager. So here's, here's, huh? I, I'm I'm still trying to find it, buddy. I'm telling you. I'm Point still is, there's a lot of freaking rules over here. Bold. Okay, so I don't. Ladies have and gentlemen, that over that's here. Kai Lude over there. He just uh, made here we appearance. go. Here we go. So this is California or is this New York, Kai? The first one you're giving me. Okay, California. Three household max limit must gather outdoors. Social distancing must take place. You must wear masks between bites and drinking. Less than two hours. No singing or shouting. This is your Thanksgiving in California. Let me read this one more time. By the way, this is from their website. This is not a joke. When I saw this, I said, it's for sure a joke. Let me read this to you again. Are you guys hearing this? I'm flabbergasted by this. So you can have a maximum three household maximum limit. Okay. Must includes, gather. That includes your house limits. You can only have two, get, two house limits. So you bring your mom, dad, kids. That's it. Two more. I can have two more of those. Must gather outdoors, not indoor. Social distancing must take place. You must wear masks in between bites and drinking. Less than two hours is what you can spend time with your family. Look at the look on your face. No singing. Or shouting? <laughs> what do you mean no singing or shouting? Can you control F to see if that is BS that it says no? Right there. Rules for singing, chanting, shouting, outdoor gathering. Singing, chanting, shouting, and physical exertion significantly increases the risk of COVID-19 transmission because these activities increase the release of respiratory droplets and fine aerosols into the air. Because of this, singing, chanting, and shouting are strongly discouraged, but if they all occur... The following rules and recommendations apply. All people who are singing or chanting should wear a mask, covering at all times while singing or chanting, including anyone who is leading a song or chant, hence they're talking about the church, because these activities pose a very high risk of COVID-19 transmission. Face well, coverings are essential to reduce the spread of respiratory droplets and aerosol. 
I mean, this has got to be pathetic right here. That, by the way, that's California. So let me get your reaction first on California. Go ahead, Tom. Okay, by the way, playing of wind instruments is strongly discouraged. Okay. Go, go back to it, Clay. You're, you're, you're a mad uh, jazz flute aficionado. Um, uh, jazz flute. Hey, here's Ron the Burgundy thing. You know, listen, say. this is funny to a point, but these are actual elected officials who spent a great deal of time on this. I'm petrified for the future of California and New York, and I am not joking. These people will subtly, like little surgeons, little psychosurgeons is all they are, one step at a time, normalize it. Oh, we're not going to let you sing. Oh, you know, take a bite of stuffing, put your mask back on. Chew quietly. Don't sing. Don't go to church. These guys are serious about jacking all our freedoms, and that's not a conspiracy theory. If they went through that much time to write in that great of detail, they're sick People, there's something wrong with that. I mean, it's so anti-American on every single level, and it speaks to fear, and it speaks, speaks to panic, and it speaks to, we know what's best for you. Let us protect you every second of the day. These but, are your people, Tom, in California. These are your people. How do you live there? How do you I live there? I don't know. I don't know. You've lived there for how long? <clears throat> Six years? When are you getting out of there, man? Enough's <laughs> enough. It, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. It truly is unbelievable. The other day— No, I'm serious. I'm, be, I'm being serious. Like— when is enough enough that you're going to leave? Well, I think we've hit that point. So you're out. Well, look, I'm not here to make any big announcements, but, I mean, what, how much more can you take? I'm I mean, asking I can't you. take any more. Um, the, <clears throat> the other day, I mean, you guys saw this, that one city council member in Los Angeles wants to turn the L.A. Convention Center, right next to the Staples Center, into a homeless shelter. By the way, there's no showers. There's limited bathrooms. Um, when there's no con By the way, every day at the convention center is booked for the next five years. How are you just going to truck... All the homeless. Could you imagine what they would do to the convention wow. center? It would be destroyed. It would be done. Garcetti says, mm, I need a little bit more data on this, but I think for the time being, we'll keep them in four-star hotels. You know, because they do take over hotels and just move them right in. Sick. You know, it's unbelievable. Same thing in New York. Moving to California. Why would you want to leave California? You get a free hotel? You want it. Yeah. These, uh, these things are obviously a, a freaking joke. These rules. This is not a but joke. But I wish no, it was a I, joke. I get that. I get that. The, the, the fact that they're trying to enforce these rules are yeah. the joke. I look at this two different ways. Number one, who's actually going to follow this? Ah, this is birthday. No, no singing on my birthday. Some people will. There are okay. Californians that will. I, I look at this as. It's not about who's going to follow it. That's not the point, who's going to follow it. Yeah. I look at this as they have to put something out, right? Like they can't just be blind to the fact. Now, how are they going to enforce this? Are the, you know, Thanksgiving police going to be knocking down your door like the Gestapo being like, whoa, 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 how many households we got here? Did I see someone singing? Oh, take that stuffing out of your mouth. Put a mask on. I don't think they're going to How? tell me how they're going to enforce this. I don't think that's even a possibility. The way I look yeah. at it is they're probably saying we got to do something. We got to say something. This is a super extreme. But, I agree. But they can't just be here's blind what you to say. the fact that be careful, be smart. That use is them sense. saying be careful. But in, you know, government legislative terms, they, it's, it's absurd. No doubt. So However, they need to say something. Uh, Tucker Carlson was on with Adam Kroll, and they said, if the police show up, just say you're staging a rally, and that's perfectly fine. <laughs> <laughs> you're peacefully protesting in the backyard. <laughs> you're peacefully <laughs> protesting. No, what but, happens but, if it's 20 degrees in New York on Thanksgiving? you got to be outside? How, that's like, California. That what you just saw right there is California. They're talking about California but, specifically. I'm okay. going to give you New York guidelines right now. Oh, that was but, just California. But that's yeah. all you think about. That's all you think about. You, you just think about that's, that's it. No, you, I gave you two sides of the coin yeah. there, that it's absurd, but they have to say something. Let me tell you what's, what is absurd if they enforce this. Right now, you just want to put a guideline, fine. Mm -hmm. If you enforce this and there's video footage, game over. 
you're going to see some crazy stuff happen in California. If they enforce it, I pray that they're bright enough and have enough social intelligence, EQ, emotional intelligence, to not go enforce this. Because if they do, the the amount of fire they're going to get from people from this is going to be absolute insane in the state of California. Totally agree with you. Here's what Cuomo said. My personal advice is the best way to say I love you this Thanksgiving, the best way to say I'm thankful for you is to say I love you so much, I'm thankful for you, that I don't want to endanger you, and I, want, I don't want to endanger our family, and I don't want to endanger, endanger our friends, so we'll celebrate virtually, he added. But this is my personal opinion, which is fine. He can have an opinion. It's this not a law. This is Cuomo speaking. It's Cuomo speaking, Deck, the guy that decks people on the Tyson. shoulder. Tyson. This is Tyson. Deck people on the shoulder. That's that guy. If you travel <laughs> to one of the 41 states or territories on New York's travel advisory, you will need to quarantine for two weeks when you return. However, the governor added you can go where you want as the travel advisory is not a ban. And their current guidelines that they gave, 10, people curfew, uh, 10 p.m. curfew for all bars, restaurants, gyms, and liquor stores. 10 p.m. curfew. Curbside pickup or delivery okay. No alcohol to go. Indoor and outdoor gatherings at private residences limited to 10 people. So New York's given a specific number. It's 10 people. California is saying Three households, including yours, which they're really saying 12 people. Yeah. Yeah, four times three. So that's New York. What do you think about I, that? I think Newsom is seriously, he has mental issues. I mean, the level of detail that was on that California list, the New York list was a little bit more practical. I mean, yeah. it had some level of sanity built into it. I, w- what's the point of, I mean, at least their gyms are open. At least gyms are open in New York. They're not even open in California. At least they can stay at a gym till 10 o'clock or go to a bar till 10 o'clock. We can't even do that in California. You talk about uh, re, uh, enforcing the laws, Manhattan Beach. There's Every weekend, the yellow windbreakers are out on every street corner in downtown. If you don't have your mask up over your nose, they've got clipboards. They're, they're yelling at you. They are moderately enforcing. Now, there's no way you can go into people's homes. I mean, there might be a stand-your-ground situation if they try to do that. Um, but it, it just it, the, the thing that really kills me is each week there's something new. And they keep talking about COVID cases. And and all I can say is I have a different mentality when it comes to it. I believe that we need to do whatever we can to protect the people that are most vulnerable. But everybody else, just be smart and have some common sense. My wife's entire family tested positive for COVID. And they're all fine. They all were ready to go after a couple, two or three days. They live in Missouri. Don't worry. Um, you know, and then you hear about all these athletes, you know, that test positive and they're back playing <clears throat> in, in a week or less than that. So... The hysteria has gotten so out of control. Now they're using the holiday. Wait till Christmas rules come out. I mean, agree. This is absurd. I don't think there's any way that they can enforce it. I totally agree that it's laughable. It's laughable. It's laughable. But let's just look at some of the other stuff that's out there. I get it. Uh, 10 million COVID cases. We've just crossed 10 million in the United States. These are facts. Um, Really proud to say here in Texas, we are leading the way here, baby. One million cases. Crossing Texas, we're number one. If you ain't first, you're last. Way to go, Texas. Um, the, the the whole protecting people, um, yes, I think we can all agree. Young, healthy, vibrant people are not the ones that are at risk. But the concern is you show up, you want to give grandma a kiss. It's uh, Thanksgiving. You start singing uh, la, la, sis, boom, ba, boom, grandma dies. That's what people... <laughs> are concerned about. La la sispumba. Yeah, I mean, that's a Thanksgiving song around my house. You know, nice. The point is, it's not so much Very the exciting. young people, the Kai Ludis of the world, the, this crew over here, but they show up, they come home for Thanksgiving, they see their family, they give grandma a kiss, now you're going to grandma's funeral. That's 
the concern. Is that, so, is that immediate? Kiss, death, burial? I mean... Move on? Yeah, I mean, not immediate, but I mean, are we, are we, are we going to play the game that old people aren't dying yeah, here? But why are we going to play that game why, right now? No, not playing that game at all. But the, why can't we determine whether a grandma should come over for a kiss or not? Why do we uh, need You want to kill your governor? grandma, Tom? Go ahead. I'm just letting you know that's the concern. Like, as much as I think that these rules are a freaking joke and there's no way to enforce them, and it is absurd and it's laughable, we're having a nice chuckle about it, I get it. COVID's real. 10 million cases. Million in Texas where we are. And they need to have some sort of guidelines By the out way, there. let me tell you one thing. Let me tell you one thing that, about that when you say Texas has the most cases. I called Ricky, mm-hmm. and I said, Ricky, go get your COVID test, you and your wife. Yeah. Okay? I called Ricky. Ricky says, let me find one. I said, dude, let me just tell you where we go. There's one pretty much. There's 15 places within a five-mile radius here I can go take the COVID test. Mm-hmm. He calls her and says, Pat, there's none. So what are you talking about? He says, there's none. I said, Ricky. Go find. I'm getting upset at this point. I'd recommend Ricky. You, I'm thinking he's not being resourceful. He just kind of doesn't want to go take it. He says, Pat, I'm telling you, there is none. I said, Ricky, find a place. There's got to be one. Do you know Ricky and his wife had to drive three hours to the closest place to get COVID tested? I what? believe it. In California, Bakersfield. Oh, in California. Yes. I thought you meant in so, Texas. No, no, gotcha. but the point is California hasn't made it as easy to take tests as Texas has. Texas has made it so easy. So you want to go get the bro. Over here. Every time, yesterday, one of our guys, their kids yeah. in school, something happened. One kid had a temperature, 101. Tem- you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, We're talking. Okay. He had a 101 degree temperature. Kid was at 103.5 this morning. He's yeah, doing better now. But uh, uh, they took a right off the bat to get the kid tested. You know how long of a drive it was for her? Five minutes. Hmm. When he got yeah. tested, negative, came back home. California, they don't have them everywhere. So as much as people say, Texas is leading the way. Yeah, Texas has also made it accessible. Mm-hmm. Not all states have made it as accessible as easy to go take the test as texas has texas has no problem you going and taking the test so question for you but they go out and say oh cases cases yeah because texas has done a phenomenal nobody gives the credit to say great job to texas for making it very easy to go get tested Mm -hmm. a lot of states are like i probably just have a flu i don't need to go get tested you may have had COVID. nobody knew about it because you didn't go get tested in texas you're going to know because at least you have it available because a state like texas wants to make it available for you but they get shafted every time they sure. do something like this, and they get the black eye. So Same thing nationally, you, too, with the numbers up. If they're so precautionary in yeah. California, I mean, you live in California. you got a lot of people there. You Obviously, your whole family's there. Why are they so measured, precautionary, rules, regulations, and they don't have testing? You know, or you're saying you know, accessibility. How big is Bakersfield? Can you go to Bakersfield, Kai? I think the population so the of Bakersfield, that Ricky the 650, lives in the, I don't know the oh, Bakersfield wow. population. What's Bakersfield population? Bakersfield population right there should come up. 2020, 390, Kern County. Go Kern County. Kern County. K-E-R-N County. Good luck spelling that guy. K-E-R. No, he'll get this. Kern County. There you go. He's improving a lot, by the way. 912. 912,000. That's the 11th largest county in California. Almost a million people. And he had to go to Glendale to get COVID tested. What the hell are we talking about? So is that a function of California? Is that, that is a function a f- of the governor? Is that a function of Kern County? All of it. What is that? I put it all on California. You got an 11th largest county. You're making that difficult for me to get tested? It's 275 a pop that the insurance pays for, right? You just go and say, I have the symptoms. You take it. Insurance pays for the 275. You got tested. How do you not have it in a county that's the 11th largest county in California? Hmm. How do you make it so difficult? And the places you go to, guess what they say? We have COVID testing, but you don't get the results for 14 days. 14 days. It's ridiculous. It's, uh, you go to CVS. Oh, we do. I did a COVID test for CVS. I did it twice. Yeah. 
You know how long it took for me to get my results from minutes. CVS? No, no, CVS. 17 days. Oh, wow. I went to the local. You're a little off. Well, by the way, what do you call these Ten places? Minutes. What do you call these ER places that they have? Urgent, urgent care? No, no. You know which ones I'm talking about. You see all over Texas. Plastic surgery place? No. no, they have that as well. But the ER place right here, three hours. Just want to let you know, negative. So every time I'm getting tested because they want me to get tested regularly, you're negative. You're negative. Three hours. So why is there such a disparity in three hours in certain places Kai, you and wanna, you wanna three change? weeks okay, in other places? What's I don't the, know. I couldn't tell you. I, I am not the governor of California. I have no desire to be the governor of California, but they can do yeah. things to improve the testing. Uh, and they're not. And Governor Abbott gets a lot of credit. No wonder NASDAQ is looking mm -hmm. to move in their headquarters Ooh, over here. Great segue. Because Texas yeah. attracts businesses. Mm -hmm. Musk is looking to come back here with bigger projects. You know, Rogan just moved over here from uh, 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 California. And uh, now you got uh, Governor Abbott. Shout out to Governor Abbott. Low-key mm -hmm. guy. You know, he's not a big social media guy. He's not a big uh, uh, person on social. But he welcomes stock exchanges to Austin. Texas Governor Abbott. Will on November 20th host representatives from the U.S. Uh, major U.S. stock exchanges considering where they, whether they will relocate their data centers from New Jersey to the Lone Star State amid the threat of higher taxes. Love these higher taxes. You mm -hmm. know, what you vote for, you lose businesses. The Coalition to Prevent the Taxing of Retirement Savings consisting of exchanges operating and trading platforms including New York Stock Exchange owner Intercontinental Exchange and NASDAQ are exploring their options. As New Jersey Governor Phil Murray weighs a proposed 0.25% tax per financial transaction, per financial transaction on firms that process at mm -hmm. least 10,000 electronic trades each year, housing data warehouses in Jersey give financial firms no advantage other than just being a stone, stone's throw away from Wall Street. Yeah, I mean, credit needs, to Abbott. Who, yeah, but, who needs to pay attention here? Obviously, our, our good friend Mike Tyson slash uh, Andrew Cuomo. Uh, Phil Murphy, uh, de Blasio, our friend Cory Booker, good friend of the show. Um, you know, test me, bro, as, uh, as as we said before. You know, it's, they could make a power move and, and be in Texas in no time. I mean, you did this yourself. I mean, you're a case example right here. Yes. California was testing you, testing you, testing you. And you said, you know what? Enough's enough. I can't be there for I got to move. Yep. Tom, you know, he just announced that he's going to be moving California pretty soon. He's going to make an announcement. Hopefully he stays in the USA. I know that was a concern, but I want you to stay. We all want you to stay, Tom. But at what point do you have to just say, fuck it, I'm out? I'm just going to repeat what I say pretty much every time on this podcast. How are we become so stupid as a country? I mean, there are governors that are just smarter, that are just doing it better. DeSantis in Florida, your guy here in Abbott in, in Texas. Also, keep in mind, these two states don't have state income taxes, and they still have a find a way to uh, make the state thrive and do well and attract other businesses. I hope NASDAQ moves. I was shocked to learn that New Jersey is the one capitalizing on all the tax money on these transactions on Wall Street? Are you kidding me? Did you know that? I mean, you think of Wall Street, you think, you know, New York City, uh, but New Jersey. And, and so it makes it makes total sense. I hope one of them, because it's going to break the dam. If a big, high-profile, iconic brand, company, institution, something like NASDAQ, were to actually move to Texas, everybody would think it's okay. And then it's going to, then you're going to see some real issues for these states like California, like New York, and and especially with a president who is in lockstep with these governors to just do whatever they can to make your life miserable if you just want to go about, you know, trying to bring back the glory days of 2019. Doesn't that seem like a long time ago now? Yeah. Well, just to be clear, these are the data centers or data centers 
not the actual exchanges. So they they could be anywhere for that matter. It's just it's where they're housing. Yeah, but you got, but you got to realize. I mean, you you are making it seem like it's not really a big deal. I'm not. No, that's not the, what I'm the, saying. The, the that's data not what centers I'm that are paying a quarter of a percent per financial transaction. Yes. Average in 10,000, a minimum of 10,000 electronic trades each year. So this data center is the one that you want to be over here. You want the data center in Texas. Definitely you don't not care about the other guys. that. I'm just yeah. saying, it's not like the, the NASDAQ is physically no, moving No, to no, Texas. no, no. But you're getting, New York Stock Exchange isn't physically moving. Exactly it's the data center. Exactly where the cost is, it's what's moving to Texas, yes. which is what Abbott wants. Good for Abbott for doing that. I applaud him. Respect. By the way, if you guys are following this right now and watching this, and you heard this whole segment. We went through California against New York. California's guidelines are you can't have more than three household gatherings at the house, no singing, no chanting. Uh, you have to wear a mask in the uh, outdoors. You can't even have the Thanksgiving at your house. You have to be outdoor. And between bites and drinks, you have to put a mask on if you're not. How many of you that are watching this, if you were living in California or New York, are going to follow the guidelines that the <laughs> states tell you? If the answer is yes, put thumbs down right there. Push that thumbs down button. If you're saying, hell no, I would not follow the guidelines, I'm still going to have a happy Thanksgiving. I just may not invite my grandmother to say, stay home to be safe. Press the subscribe button. If there's no way in the world you would entertain any of these guidelines, you're still going to have it. I'm actually curious. Right now we're showing 23 thumbs down. We're showing 30,200 subs. Let's see what this goes to. Let's see what people are going to say about this. Go ahead. I have a different question for you because obviously I think we can know where our, our answers are going here. And, I, and I'm on the side of thumbs up for sure. You asked this question before. I think it's a good question to pose again. Better state for entrepreneurs. Better, where would you rather be, New York or California? You posed that question at one point, did you not? I did. The results came in, I think, tied. Did they not? They 50 did. 50? Yes, they did. Has oh, that I'd take changed California at all? for the weather if, if they were that similar, right? They did. They, they came, uh, believe it or not, I would take New York over you California. Take New York. Why you, you want me to tell you why? Yeah, exactly. I tell you why. Because I don't think, to me, it has nothing to do with weather. Of course, I love the weather in California. Of course, my family's in California. Mm -hmm. Of course, all of that stuff. I think people are starting to realize how I'm wired. It's very simple for me. My wiring, my family it took them a while to understand this. I go where my values and principles are protected the most. California, my values and principles are not protected. New York is more lenient than California, believe it or not. California on the taxes list is the 50th worst in America. Texas is 42nd. For high earners, you're saying? Period. Okay. Taxes, period. California is 50th worst. New York is 42nd worst. And you're even seeing the way Cuomo says it. Cuomo says what? Here's my opinion. This is mm -hmm. what I think you should do. He's not enforcing. Newsom is saying, here's what we're going to do. It's a big difference in spirit. Garcetti is demanding. Not a fan of de Blasio at all. I think Garcetti and de Blasio are twins. They're very, very similar. Mm -hmm. One may be 7'4", and the other guy is 5'10", but they pretty <laughs> much are twins. But I think, I think Cuomo has a little bit more appreciation for his billionaires, his entrepreneurs, his job creators than Newsom does. I think Cuomo yeah. understands business more well, than Obviously, you have hey, uh, by the, way. the Hollywood liberals in California that are obviously very outspoken. I mean, these are, you know, oh, these yeah. are your, your, your peoples. How, how do you literally write down on paper that take a bite of food and put your mask on? It, it just, it's it's just, just, it defies common sense. It's just so weird to think that you could be that, 
That weird. Yeah, that's, you know, to write that down. That's crazy. So I'm, your vote is for New York. Your vote, you're staying in California. Well, I say they're both completely in the toilet, so I'll take the better weather. Yeah. Guys, I'm going to take Florida on this one. I'm just, you catch me there in South Beach, I'll be around there. So you gave the two you. options, you fool. <laughs> yeah, I got you. You manipulator. The trick's on you. You a dirty deck the trickster. shoulder moving forward. I will deck you right in If you ever say I'm going to deck you, I'm going to say this guy's about to hit you in the shoulder. Watch out, bro. That's it. You got it. I'm going to deck you. Put your shoulder out there next time. I'm going to deck you. Put some shoulder right, pads so let's, out there. So let's look at some stats here. Let's look at some stats here. Let's look at some stats here. Let's talk about voting, Okay. I did a video years ago, and I want you guys to watch this and, and be very transparent about what I think. You may say, Pat, fully extreme. Disagree all you want. I won't be offended by it. I was 35 when I shot this, and I was fully – my mind hasn't changed much based on that okay. when you see it. It's very extreme. I'm telling you, it's very extreme. Mm. But you have to watch the whole thing for you to be able to say, I'm excited. fine. I'm but excited before we get into it, before Pat. we get into it, I want to set this up. Let me give you some of the ages that we have in America on what you can do, age, like what age you need to be. Okay to do different things. You want to be a president? How old do you need to be? 35. 35. You want to be a VP? 35. Senator? 30. Congressman? 25. We just had the youngest congressman ever, by the way. House of Representatives, I'm sorry, 25. We just had the youngest, by the way, just so you know, we broke the record. The youngest just won. Have you seen this young kid? Good-looking guy. Have you seen this kid? Young kid. Put, type it in, youngest House of Representative. Uh, I think he's 28, maybe 27. Type it in. He broke a record. Uh, no, it's not. Uh, uh, he beat AOC. Yeah, AOC he beat. It's, it's a good-looking uh, 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 25 years old. What is North Carolina? Is that's the one. That? 25 years old, uh, uh, right there. The dude in the wheelchair. Yes, the dude in the wheelchair. Youngest, right. 25-year-old, North Carolina representative, yeah. Republican Madison County. 25-year-old. Congratulations to him in the wheelchair. To uh, uh, what's his name? I want to give a proper shout out. Madison. Madison Cawthorn. Cawthorn. Props to you, brother. Madison Cawthorn. If you know him, send him this message. Uh, this video here. So, 25 years 25. old, okay? Sexual consent. There you go. Watch this. How? Okay. What was say? that? What was that first one? Se sexual consent. Okay, got you. Okay. Let's go to sexual consent. This is the one that fully flabbergasted everybody in this room, okay? Mm -hmm. Out of 50 states, when you think about the right age, the consent age to have sex, the legal age to have sex, what number do we think about? I guess... 16, 18, something like that? I think about 18. I've yeah. never thought about 16. You guys think about 16? Luis, what do you think about? 18? 18. 18. What do you think 18. about? 18. 16. So you think about 16 too? Both of you are in the 16 camp? <laughs> no, no, I want to retract that. Cut, cut. 18. <laughs> 18. Right, buddy. 18. You're saying 16 now because you saw the stats at the beginning. Kai, what do you think I'm, about? I'm just... In Norway, it's always been 16. So. Norway's always been yeah. 16. Okay, so check this out. If you didn't know, now you're going to know. Can you pull up the states on what age you have to be to have legal sex without getting arrested? Check this out. She's almost okay, watch this. Watch this. Go up a little bit. All of these states, Alabama's 16. So is Alaska. Arizona's 18. Arkansas, 16. California, 18. Colorado, 17. Connecticut 60, meaning a 50-year-old can have sex with a 16-year-old and you are not going to get arrested. Whoa, where are you getting the 50-year-old thing? Uh, 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 right there in, uh, what do you call it? In, uh, uh, As close-in-age uh, close exception? Is that exemption? Is that what it exemption. is? Exemption, yes, yeah. exemption. Colorado 17, Connecticut 16, <laughs> Delaware 18, D.C. 16. D.C., all the politicians, 16. Uh, Florida, 18. Good for you guys. Florida does it yeah, right. 18. It, Georgia, 16. Hawaii, 16. Idaho, 18. Illinois, 17. Indiana, 16. Iowa, 16. Kansas, 16. Kentucky, 16. Louisville. Are you noticing 
80% is 16, Maine 16, Maryland 16, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota 16, Missouri 17, Montana, Nebraska, Nevada 16, New Hampshire 16, Jersey 16, New Mexico, New York 17, Carolina 16, Dakota 18, Ohio, Oklahoma 16, Oregon 18, I would think Oregon would have been like 15, Pennsylvania 16, Rhode Island 16, South Carolina, Dakota 16, Tennessee 18, good for them, Texas 17, Oh nice. Utah 18, Vermont 16, Virginia 18, Washington 16, West Virginia 16, Wisconsin 18, Wyoming 17. Interesting here, West Virginia 16, but 15 if it's your sister, so way to go West sister, Virginia. Sister, if it's your sister, okay. Way to go West so, Virginia. So, so the legal age to have sex, 80% of the states is 16. Mm-hmm. Some of the other ones is 18, okay? Next, criminal responsibility, okay? Criminal responsibility. State by state, 33 states said no minimum age of criminal criminal responsibility. For federal crimes, the minimum age of criminal responsibility is 11. Driving, 14 to 16 years old, you can drive with a permit. 16 to 17, restricted license. 18, unrestricted, which, by the way, you said it earlier today. Can you, are you comfortable with 16-year-olds driving a car? I don't know. I know what I did. The moment I passed yeah. my driver's license, I know exactly what I did that minute yeah. when I got the car. When I think of how difficult it is to drive and everything you have to know, 16 is too young. Okay. So that can be debated, but it's 16. Gambling, 21. Drinking, 21. Working, 16, 17. Marriage, 18. Nebraska is 19. Mississippi's 21. Meaning in Mississippi, you can be married so 21 years old. Yeah, Mississippi. Nebraska's 19. We're learning stuff. Retirement, 62 to 67. Leaving school, 16 to 19, you can choose to leave. I don't want to go to school anymore, Mom. I'm dropping out. Mm -hmm. Smoking, they changed it. Eric was devastated. Smoking, 21. Cigarettes and weed is 21. You ready? Voting is what? 18. 18. Let me get this straight. You mean to tell me I'm not allowed to drink until I'm 21 years old. I am not allowed to smoke weed or cigarettes till I'm 21 years old. I'm not allowed. I'm not allowed to gamble until I'm right. 21 years old, but I'm allowed to vote at 18. <laughs> or you're allowed to die for your country at 18 and serve in the army or the military it's at 18. It's absolutely That's pathetic ridiculous. to me if you think about it. Yeah. It's absolutely pathetic to me when you think about it. I think the voting system needs to be changed. My opinion, I've been saying this for a long time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I'm not a U.S. I'm not a, uh, uh, I wasn't born here. I'm from Iran. I came over here. Complete different perspective I have. But I shot this video six years ago. Six, to be exact, the date, if you pull it up, Kaiser, we can pull up the video date. It is April 15, 2014, which is what? I look like I'm, I'm smoking weed right there. <laughs> <laughs> Legal age, 35. Thanks, Kai, for getting that picture right there. I'm wearing a Babe Ruth jersey. But let it, do you have it on 1.5 speed, by the way? I don't, people are voting less okay, in 2008 watch. presidential election. We had 61.6% of eligible voters show up. And in 2012, we had 58.2% show up, which has dropped by roughly 3%. And uh, you know, the subject of voting keeps coming up. And I said, we need to do an episode on it and put some ideas together. And I put these ideas for a while, but then I'll present it to you. Because, look, we've had a lot of people that have fought very hard, whether it's to get African-American with civil rights to be able to vote or women's rights. We've come along such a long way. But, uh, but I think we can even improve it even more today than before. So let me get right into it. Let me get right into it. The program I'm going to be talking to you about is called Earning the Right to Vote. Earning the Right to Vote. The reason why it's called Earning the Right to Vote, I'm an immigrant. I came here from Iran to America. America was willing to open the doors and allow our family to come here. In Iran, we didn't have freedom of religion, freedom of assembly, freedom of speech, freedom of many, many things, free enterprise. And so in America, they offered that to us, but I didn't come in feeling entitled to all of it. I felt as an immigrant, I had to give back and earn the freedom that America gave me. So the program's called Earning the Right to Vote. First one, point number one. If you paid $8,000 in income taxes the prior year, you get one vote. So what if somebody pays $10,000 in income taxes? You get 10 votes. What if somebody pays $100,000 in income taxes? You get 100 votes. 
Well, you may say, Pat, that's not fair. The people who pay more taxes get more votes. I simply took the system on how public corporations or companies who have outstanding shareholders and outstanding shares on the system they use. And this is how it works. A company could have 1 million outstanding shares, but only 100 people own the uh, 1 million outstanding shares. And the way they allow to vote is not based on the 100 shareholders. If one person owns only one share versus a person owns 100,000 shares, which one has more to say, more of a voice for this company? Obviously, the person that has 100,000 shares. And I feel our voting system should be the same exact way. Logical. If you contribute to society no? more, you ought to have more of a voice on Watch what you should do with our voting system versus somebody who does not. And if you want to have more of a voice, you ought to pay a little bit more into the income taxes. That's my idea on point number one. And it would be a salary cap with 100 shares, 100 votes. So you can't go above 100 votes. Kind of like how NFL has a salary cap. That's the way we play it at 100 votes. And uh, the age part with this, it has nothing to do with 18 years old, 21 years old, 25 years old, 30 years old. Freaking if a 16-year-old kid who worked at Baskin Robbins last year and he made $15,000 and he paid $2,000 in income taxes, he ought to have two votes. Yes, you do. A 23-year-old wow. kid who's completely healthy, Listen. not disabled, doesn't want to get a <laughs> they job. They pay well at Baskin Robbins. Go to college. I would rather hear from the 16-year-old kid who's paying income taxes and contributing to society than a 23-year-old kid that is undecided, wants to stay home, family pays for all his bills, he doesn't want to give back to society. I'd rather hear from the 16-year-old. Point number two of the ideas I have in place. If you've served the military, whether you pay any taxes or not, you get a vote. Uh, but you need to complete boot camp and AIT, advanced individual training. I think military is a good thing for a lot of our younger boys to go into because it disciplines them, teaches us a lot about independence, toughness, fights, freedom, honor, a lot of good things. I think it'll do a lot of good things for the country, period. But if somebody in the military paid $15,000 in taxes, he would get 15 votes because his numbers <laughs> would still accumulate and go higher. But if somebody went to the military and didn't pay any taxes, you're still getting one vote because you served the military. Point number three, public service, police officers, firefighters. You went off the deep uh, listen, list. Other great list listen, they put their life listen. on the line, similar to military. If you're willing to put your life on the line and go fight fires while your wife is at home wondering what's going to happen to you, you got two little ones, you want to put your life on the line for me? I mean, you, you have more than earned the right to vote. Same with police officers. And so you get an additional vote if you are serving for public service and uh, putting your life on the line, you absolutely get the right to vote as well uh, uh, because of what you're doing. Number four, job creators, nonprofit or profit. If you create a job that pays $120,000, over a four-year period, income. So if you hired somebody and they make $40,000 a year and they're with you for three years, you paid them $120,000, you get one vote per job you created for our economy. One vote per job you created for the economy, and the limit on that is also 100 votes. If you created 100 jobs, you have 100 votes to uh, uh, to vote for any kind of things that we're coming out with. Point number five, retired individuals that paid over $10,000 <laughs> in life taxes, they automatically get to vote because they've already put into the economy, they've put into the, uh, uh, to the marketplace, they've put into our country, they've contributed to society, so they get a vote no matter what, the number is $10,000. Number six, anyone with a four-year degree, whether you have paid into taxes or not, if you're willing to stay disciplined, go to school, get educated, you ought to get a vote. And for a master's degree, two votes, and for PhD, three votes. So if you have a bachelor's, if you have a master's and you have PhD, you ought to be able to have three votes because you have discipline and gone out and finished education more than some of the rest of us and we want to hear from you more because you're willing to put your head down and read the books and educate yourself i think we need more people to go out and educate themselves like the people stay disciplined to get their four-year degree eight-year degree in their phds and obviously this whole thing would be uh, needing to have an id to go out there and vote but we know who you are time there seven years ago this is how it could look like if somebody made sixty thousand dollars last year they pay ten thousand dollars in taxes that's ten votes if that person also has a bachelor's degree and a master's degree they get two additional votes if they served in the military before that's an additional vote that person could have realistically 13 votes uh, to vote for an election because of how much they've contributed to society. But this is the disclaimer at the end, what it has to do with illegal immigrants, because we have this whole debate with amnesty, and I've been interviewed on this before. Watch on this. You're about to like this. So many times people say, oh, Adam's illegal immigrants, you know, like they ran this. across the border, and we need to do this, and we need to do that. Honestly, if I'm a father, and if I'm living in a country where I see it's not the best thing for my kids, or if I see what's taking place in Iran or Mexico or any of that stuff, and I gotta provide, I'm, I'm responsible for my kid. I would go across the border to come to America to provide a better life for my kids. Wouldn't right. you? Think about that for I me. would too, buddy. If you look at immigration, the whole purpose of immigration is to bring the best talent in the world to our country. We are leading in immigration because the best talent from China, from Europe, from everywhere, they are still wanting to come to America. It's not as ahead of a lead as we used to have at one point. Right now, it's dropped a little bit, but we bring the best talent. So we have 11.7 million illegal immigrants living in America. Roughly 400,000 of them were deported last year. And out of that 11.7 million of illegal immigrants, they paid 
a little shy of $11 billion in taxes last year. So what do we do with the folks who are illegal immigrants living in America? This is my opinion. These are my ideas. I think if one is an illegal immigrant, but they did any one of these things we talked about, if they went out there and they actually paid $1,000 in income tax, whether it's on a tax ID number, if they went out there and actually served the military or willing to serve the military, if they're willing to go out there and serve the military, they're willing to become cops, police officers, they're qualified, they're willing to go out there and create jobs, they're willing to go out there and uh, get a degree and get educated, if they're willing to do these things, I say we need to allow uh, and, and give them the right to go out there and and, and take a quiz because they need, they need to take a test to know the history of America with the president and certain things that they need to know about. But I think their votes ought to count as well uh, for what they do to society. They play a very, very important role. There's no reason why we should not have illegal immigrants uh, being able to vote as well. There are more people that are illegal immigrants mm. that are contributing more to society than somebody who is Surprise you a little bit, huh? To society. Why not let them be heard as well if they're willing to earn the right to vote by contributing to society? So what we did is we went to the streets and we went on a couple of college watch campuses. This. You'll see a logo on one of the You college don't need to listen to all of them, but and watch the first The second guy will shock you. Some subjects such as voting and politics. And here's some of the answers we got. All right. So first question is, how would you improve the current voting system in the United States? Um, I was going to say maybe more parties, but it'll probably complicate things. It'll take too long probably for things. What I would do is make the vote that the people put out when they go to the booth and vote. Make that the one that counts, not the one that takes place behind closed doors when it goes back into the offices. In the end, it's just <laughs> popular vote. What really matters is the electoral vote. Shout out to Mario doing the interviews, in by the way. Different areas. Encourage more people to vote. I would make it more convenient for people to vote. By decreasing the super PACs. Probably better inform people. Encourage By the way, he went to UCLA it, campus. That, hmm. Like people like me don't really want to. They're too lazy He's or they don't know how to, even though it's really easy. Prefer for there to be um, better access to voting booths. So as far as politically, you know, you got the Republicans, the, the Democrats. Um, you can pause it I at this point. You can pause it at this point. Okay. By the way, I hope we don't get flagged for using the video of uh, Valentina from six and a half years ago. I hope these guys are not going to come after us. So tell me about this guy's thoughts. Wow. Yeah. I, I, the level of detail is staggering. Staggering. Here's my first thought. We have poll uh, workers <clears> who can't count to one. How are they going to count to 33? <laughs> no, but there's some great points in there. Um, it, it clearly uh, shows that we just witnessed it. You know, things are messed up. You know, I think there has to be some sort of changes. Uh, when TikTok can, you know, help decide elections and influence people to the level that they do, and these kids are armed with votes and maybe not armed with the knowledge that yeah. they might need, something <laughs> is askew. And, and the only way anything would ever happen is um, the party in power found a way that it benefited them, then they would then, you know, make it happen. But how long did it take you to come up with that formula? Were you working on it for a long time? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been. By the way, I've been talking about that since I was 30 years old, but I've never put in video. Mm -hmm. I've been talking about, if you work closely with me, they tell you, Pat's crazy ideas, that, that I proposed yeah. to our guys for a long time. I think every single thing about a company, let's just say I don't like something Starbucks does. Who the hell am I to tell Starbucks what to do if I don't know share the company? If I own more shares, I should have more say. If I don't, I shouldn't. What's the difference between that and America? But in America, it's like, no. Even the person that doesn't own shares of uh, Starbucks who doesn't contribute or do anything should have say. No, they shouldn't. You shouldn't have any say in it. In a household, if you're not paying rent for the house I'm living in, you got three roommates. Adam, you've ever had roommates? Yes. If you got three roommates, you ever had a roommate that never paid a bill or never paid anything living with you? Yeah, a little bit. Do they have any say in how... For you Are to they bringing up. groceries to the table? Nothing. Are they paying the utilities? If they bring nothing. Why the hell are they still living with you? If they're not, will you let them say anything about how you should shift the way you put, set up your house or apartment? Good, good analogy. Yeah, you would saying. never let anybody okay. tell you what to do. Who the hell are you to say anything? All I'm saying is, let's pay some taxes. Why don't you go pay some taxes? Some skin in the game, That's right? all it is. Mm -hmm. Have some skin yeah. in the game. Go pay your taxes and then say what makes we need to do. Makes total sense. What about, so good for me. what about a mandatory age for you? Where are you at as far as voting? I, I could care less about age. I really could care less about age because to me, it's not about age. I know 16-year-old kids. I'm being dead serious with you. I know 16-year-old kids more responsible than 30-year-old kids. This kid came over here from Colombia. 
Sam came here from Colombia at 14 years old. His father, his father passed away. He comes to Colombia, independent. Who's paid your bills the last seven years? Who has paid your bills the last seven years? That guy should have had a vote since he was 15 years old if he paid into taxes. Well, according to your plan, he'd have 12. What I'm trying to say to you is I don't care about age. I care about you paying taxes. The pain of paying taxes, you ought to have a voice. Mm. Democrat, Republican, independent, I could care less. But now you have skin in the game. So Not it's all based else. on taxes is what you're saying. This I didn't just say taxes. You didn't see taxes. Okay, that's education. True, if you true, get true. a degree, you have military. votes. If you serve the military, you have votes. If you want to be a firefighter, you have votes. It's skin in the game. Dude, if firefighters, we sit there and we see firefighters. We think it's just a regular. I one time got into a market. I remember this Kevin Pearson guy years ago. If he hears this, he's going to be shell-shocked. I remember his name because that was like 17 years ago. And I went through the market of firefighters for a span of six months. I worked with these firefighters. And it was a bunch of these guys, all studs. You know how many of them went through a divorce? Every one of them had a mm. divorce. It's a rough life. It's tough for personal life. It's tough for parenting. They go through challenges. They lose friends. They're burned legs, body parts, coming home. These are not easy jobs. Everything right. we're talking about, bashing cops. You go talk to a wife and a son who lost their dad on a you know, front line doing the work. They got shot. They got. Then, then go ask him what it feels like to be a cop. You think that kid wishes his dad wasn't a cop? That kid wishes his dad had a regular job working at Staples or a different place. These people deserve the right to have. So for me, it's not about just taxes. Mm -hmm. It's about earning the right to vote so you can have say. If you're looting, if you're going out there fooling around, ruin what this great nation is all about, you should have zero say, zero vote, nothing, if you're not contributing to the society. Zero. I'm in. I mean, the level of time and effort that you did to even come up with this Completely wild and outlandish plan is actually incredible. It, it gives us some deep insight into your mind. I mean, obviously, it's very complicated, and we don't know how many votes a certain person would get. It is complicated. I mean, is it fair to say that, that that's not getting implemented anytime soon? However, I, I do, with amazing level of respect, the fact that you care that much to take the because that wasn't easy to come up with. I mean, how much man hours it took you to come up with that? That's that's what we need more of. People who care that much saying this is what it needs to be. I'm not even talking about left, right, you know, center. I'm just talking about you care that much. This is what it means to be an immigrant from Iran. To do you have no voice there when you can earn your voice, go to the army, become a businessman, become an entrepreneur. You know, one thing that I'm happy to see. I mean, to to, to that. Yeah. We just had the highest voter turnout since 1900 in America. So whatever you want to say about, you we know. We would not have had the highest turnout since 1900 if we had to check everyone's ID. There's no way in the world this would have been the highest. You realize, no way in the world this would have been the highest if we all had to see the ID. Zero chance. That's what you think it came down to? No, no IDs? No, no, no. I don't think that's what it came down to. It's absolute math. It's not maybe. It's not 99% accurate statement I'm making. This is 100% statement I'm making. If we had to check 100% of everyone's IDs who voted, we wouldn't have had this many votes. So how do you vote without ID? Mail-in ballots? What do you That's mean, just how, how you don't have to have an ID? No, you just drop what it What do you mean? You just yeah. drop, how'd you do it? I mean, they had my name on the ballot. They had yeah, but did you code. show your ID or no? I had a mail-in ballot, no. But So you didn't show it. So how did they know you sent it in? Nobody knows. Somebody oh, else could have sent saying. it in. You're saying have to show up with There is ID. no way in the world. Listen, a decision this big, mm -hmm. a decision. You know what this would do, this system? Look, a lot of people are saying, I'm conservative. I absolutely disagree with Pat. I love that. 
Some people are saying, screw the snowflakes. Fine. Some people are saying, I'm a conservative. I partially agree with some of them. Some people are saying, I 100% agree with Pat. The whole point mm-hmm. is, I don't care whether you agree or not. Start the damn conversation. I don't care if you agree and you want to break the whole thing down, go do it. Start the conversation. There's no way. And by the way, Adam, for yourself, you know a lot of people mm-hmm. would see a program like this and you know what they would say? They would say it's so extreme. But you know what's crazy? That's exactly how they live their lives. Let me say this one more time. A lot of people would see this thing here and say it's extreme. But that is exactly how they raise their kids. That's exactly how they live their lives. You and I just talked about somebody in your life where you said, you know, they had their kids when they were younger, right? And he said, are they still married? He said, no, because the father wasn't working, right? He wasn't a working man, whatever. You said that real briefly. Okay. He didn't have skin in the game. What, what do you think your responsibility is? And the mother had to choose to go find another man who was willing to work. Of course, that's the skin in the game. When a woman leaves a man, why does a woman leave a man? How many times do you hear a story about a woman leaving a man because he can't make money? How many times do you leave, uh, find that a man leaves a woman because he just doesn't like the way she treats him or she takes care of the kids? Everyone's got to have a skin in the game. Kids got to have a skin in the game. Families got to have a skin in the game. Friends got to have skin in the game. You think you would have friends without a skin in the game? I guarantee you wouldn't have friends with skin in the game. If you had friends that you went to the bar with, and every I had a friend of mine, very interesting. I'm the guy that likes to pay. I like to pay. I enjoy paying. Whatever you want to call it, I enjoy paying. I like going out. I like to pay. But if I go and I sense that somebody is taking advantage of that, you will probably not go out with me ever again. That'll be the last time. If I get a feeling that you're just thinking because I have money and you want me to pay every time, we're done. It's not going to happen again. We'll hang out. You ain't going out with me again because I know you're thinking I should take the bill because I have money. I don't play that game because everybody ought to have a skin in the game. This is not a radical idea. People live this life. Voting-wise scares the shit out of them in case if we go in this direction, which that part I understand because a lot of people will lose their votes. Yeah, and the people that conceivably could be in power here very, very shortly, this is the last thing they'd want because (laughs) this worked out very well for them, how it just happened. And to think that we're not even seriously considering uh, changing, you know, how this voting is going. Um, So how many votes would you you have in in the PBD voter system? How many votes would you have? I don't care to have a record-breaking voter turnout. I'm not asking... you know how many people I'm asking I care how many to vote? votes would you have personally? No, he's saying in your no, formula. I don't know. Right? I don't know. Is that what uh, you meant? Yeah. I have no idea how many. I'd be limited at 100 because I'd reach my limit. I wouldn't have more than 100 votes. Listen, if I pay $50 million in taxes, I'm not getting 50 million votes. I'm only getting 100 votes. Mm-hmm. So there's a cap at 100. Mm-hmm. So there's no abuse. So a billionaire cannot say, I got 17 million votes. No, you don't. You only have 100, 100 votes. But I would want you to max out your votes. Go get to 100 votes. Mm-hmm. I would encourage you to go get your 100 votes. Go become a 100-vote person so you can say, my vote is 100 votes. Have pride in it. I'm a 100-vote person. I voted. Then people will say, damn. They'd have to print a lot then more stickers. Then rec- I would recognize you in America. I would say, wear the shirt that says, I had 100 votes. People are going to say, That's, that guy's a 100 club. Damn. <laughs> Adam's part of the 100 club. Legit. Dog, good for you. Now the person says 10 votes. Good for you, bro. 10 votes. Now four votes. How'd you have four votes? I got my PhD. Phenomenal. And I got... This, okay, phenomenal, man. Congratulations to you. It becomes a real recognition. How many of you, oh, I just voted. Why do you think the vote doesn't matter to them? Because you didn't earn the right to vote. You just got yeah. voted because you hated somebody. Yeah. It's not how voting should be. Right. Voting should be great freaking yeah. job. And, Good for you. And if people um, take some pride in voting, they could also yeah. lose the right, right? Didn't you say by rioting and things like that you yeah. could lose votes? Yeah. Interesting. 
amazing thought okay. formula here. Uh, By the way, if you're watching this, if you're watching this and you guys are saying it's lagging, YouTube had problems yesterday lagging. They do today as well. They had issues. Our T1 line is solid right now. Everything is solid on our side right now. YouTube had a lot of issues yesterday. You can go on Twitter and see their account on what they said. They're doing the same thing again today. But those of you guys that are still uh, with us, uh, great. If you missed any part of it, we'll repost this as well. Short clip for you to see. We have the recording, right? So we can post a recording for them to see it without any of the glitches, all that stuff. Okay, for, st thank you for your patience. But watch this. I'm curious. If you listen to what I pitched right now with ideas, and you agreed with 80% of what I had to say, push the thumbs up button. If you didn't, put the thumbs down button. If you have opinions that you want to share with me personally, send me an email. I want to hear from you. Actually, send me an email, specific, and let me know what's going on with some of the ideas I said. Because, uh, again, going back to it to me, you, you don't trust me to drink until I'm 21. You don't trust me to smoke weed or cigarettes until I'm 21. You don't trust me to gamble until I'm 21, but you trust me to vote at 18, having never paid any taxes, and I have the right to vote? Problematic. We shouldn't celebrate that record-breaking people turn out to vote. That's no celebration. We should celebrate a record-breaking amount of people pay taxes. We should celebrate a record-breaking amount of people created a job. We should celebrate a record-breaking amount of people served the military. We should celebrate a record-breaking amount of people went and got bachelor's degree. We should celebrate the record-breaking amount of people that became cops and firefighters. We should celebrate service, 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 service. That's what we should celebrate. The more we celebrate that, guess how everybody thinks at that point? Service. When it, the, the basic thing about how you teach dogs is what? Dog poop pees outside, what do you do? You give him a treat. Good job, buddy. Awesome job. Come here. Here's a treat. Phenomenal job. Dog goes and does everything you ask him to do, you give him a treat. When we become kids, what do parents do with us? Good job, buddy. You did your chores. Great job. You can watch some TV. You can play some video games, right? Whatever we incentivize kids, adults in America, they're going to do that the rest of their lives. If you incentivize me sitting home and collecting checks, I'm going to be doing that. Mm -hmm. If you want me to just stay home and in California, you're going to put me at a four-star hotel? You said, wow, four-star hotel. Really? Why wouldn't I want to be homeless? You're incentivizing that. It's pathetic that this is even have to be explained. The concept that this has to be explained is what's really pathetic about it. Yeah. The idea that this is somehow a controversial concept is what's pathetic about it. If we got a country, give us 10 million people, Give us a country the size of, I don't know, give us a land the size of Texas. Give us a country the size of Florida. Give us 20 years. Look what happened to our country. Let me say this one more time. If we had a country where we set up the guidelines, our constitution, our values and principles based on the way we want to do it, give us 20 years and see what would happen. We'd be the hub of innovation around the world. We'd be the hub of the best talents around the world. We would create and solve every problem in the world if we had the right values and principles that we could create, yeah. not this nonsense stuff to try to please everybody. Yeah, and we're, and we're just at the beginning of a four-year cycle of it. It's uh, kind of sad. Let me ask you, Pat, and yeah. again, kudos, shout out to the even your your train of thought here. But we talked about 16 and 18-year-olds, yep. you know, drinking, smoking, uh, voting, driving, all that. You know, I would say 90-plus percent of high school students, 16, 17, 18, or just in school. They're not working. They're not working at Baskin-Robbins. The majority, right? I mean, obviously, some kids are working and doing, like, little part-time jobs. Not paying much in taxes is my point. Fair point? Sure. Okay. The, the, the question I have is, 
doesn't that sort of disincentivize them? Meaning they have not paid any taxes. They're 18 years old. So the next time that they'd be able to vote is at age 22. So now you have a, a you know, a six year span, four to six year span of our youngest minds, our high school students, our college students. Yeah. I'm not talking about whether yeah. they're liberal, conservative. Yeah. That's, you know, five plus years of them being completely disengaged yeah. from politics. Yeah. Isn't that sort of. Uh, no, the, you know what it does? What is that? Here's do? what it does. It makes it that much more special when you get the right to vote. You celebrate that much more when it's not a handout. You celebrate the vote. A father takes a son and saying, I'm so proud of my son. He earned the vote. A mother takes her daughter and her son saying, I'm so proud of my kids. They earned the right to vote today. And it's emotional. Parents cry. Kids will cry. I earned this vote versus, ah, here's who I'm going to vote for. Because somebody in school hates such and such. I'm going to vote for the other guy. That's what I'm going to vote for. You think they vote logically? You think 18-year-olds are going to vote logically? You really think 18-year-olds vote logically? No, but, okay, again, I love your idea here, but here's another problem. Yeah. You're 18. You still haven't paid anything in taxes. Yeah. You go go to college. Okay. You're taking out student loan debt. I mean, your daughter just graduated from from college, right? Pepperdine. She. I assume she has not had a job, per se. So you go to college. You're there for four years. You still have not paid any taxes. You've you've taken on debt. Now you're 22. Oh, you know what? Fuck it. I want to get my master's. I want to go get my doctorate. Get it. Now you're going to school for another two two years, Do four it. years. So now you have a lot, a lot of 25-year-olds who have still never voted. Didn't you get it that a bachelor's degree gets a vote? Yeah, but until you're 25, you, no, go, you don't vote. No, a bachelor's degree takes 22. What are you talking about? So, you, so once you're 22, 22, you get one yeah, vote. So yeah. that's you got Of course. I don't okay, care if you've that, ever paid but that's taxes. millions and millions and millions of people that don't get to vote until they're age 22, if, but 23 if they don't, or older. My, I, I was paying taxes at 16 years old. Uh, what age did you pay taxes? First time you ever paid taxes? Yeah, probably like 18. I don't know. Okay. You yeah, know, you like earned your vote. You $1,000 in taxes. That's it. Okay. You earned your vote. I'm proud of you. You earned your vote. We ought to be proud of our 16, 17, 18 year old kids who earned, we ought to celebrate people earning their vote. Let me say this, it's a celebration. It's a recognition, it's a milestone. A man, a woman should have on the wall, in my lifetime, I've had 13,000 votes. In my lifetime, I've had 628 votes. It's a celebration. Okay. Last year I had 62 votes. You're a shareholder. I own a piece of America. I'm proud to be American. I love this country. I have skin in the game. I'm with you. Dude, the reason that I have so many questions on this isn't because I'm like, well, I think this. No, Pat, I know. I know you're not. It's because it's such a fascinating idea. Yeah. It's such a fascinating school of thought, such a fascinating way that I even think about it, that I'm asking these questions because I'm thinking, hmm, well, what about this? What about that? Because it's, 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 it's sparking some things that are so going Takar on in the So Takar Truth says, yeah, let's ruin democracy, Pat. Great. Go more. Go deeper into it. Tell right. me what you mean by that. Voting should be based on meritocracy. 16 here as well. Raul Castillo. Raul Calido, are you paying taxes? I pay taxes at 13 years old. Had a work permit to work as a minor, Patrick Keeler. I have no problem with the age paying taxes. I could care less about the age. I care about the habits. So can you vote at age 13 if you pay taxes? Adam. Could you vote at age 13? I could because a 13-year-old will understand the pain of paying taxes. (laughs) I wouldn't care if a 13-year-old voted. They paid into the system. If you're 12 years old, you own a share of a company. I don't care if you own a share of the company. You have say. What do you want to vote for? You have say. To me, you know how they say the brain is not fully functional until you're 25 years old. You've Mm -hmm. heard this saying before. Some of them say it happens at 30. Some say it's 25 years old. That's why even if Rogan says he doesn't believe kids should smoke, he says you shouldn't smoke weed until after 30. What a point. 
<laughs> don't smoke weed well, until you're after 30 years old. So no. ridiculous. But no, it's but, not about okay. so ridiculous. What he's trying to say is he didn't start smoking weed until later on in life. He was not a smoker early on. He started mm. later on. So it's well, a lot. He's gone down a dirty path. It's a logical processing yeah. to say brain being formed. But if you're 14 years old and you've already experienced what it's like to pay taxes, you've had the pain of being independent. Listen, I trust you more than a 25 year old yeah. that's got a silver spoon in his mouth, never had a job. Is a schlep sleeping on everyone's friend's couch and bitches and complains about mommy and daddy and the fact that he wants another thousand dollars from his rich dad. Yeah, that guy shouldn't have a say. Where does this factor into bloated government and big government? Because this ain't an easy this system. Actually, There's gonna have to be the most ridiculous yeah. in-depth system to Listen. count the votes. You did pay this taxes and you got your doctorate and you get 13 votes, but then you failed a class and then next thing you know, you gotta, you know, go back to school and yeah. then you only get 14 votes. Like it could get it's a slippery slope here. Again, I commend the thought process here. It's ridiculous. It's absurd to see your brain. In action, it's just there's a live. Johnny, Johnny just paid five bucks. He says, by the way, some of you guys pay twenty bucks, fifteen bucks, ten bucks. I saw it. I'm trying to catch up to you. PBD's on a roll. I'm 100 percent in. Tell me where your new uh, test country is. Eric uh, Widemeyer, uh, man, I want to recognize the other guys. We didn't catch you, but uh, we will next time. Love the idea of uh, Johnny Van Johnson, but voter fraud would be even worse if votes weren't co correlated to population one on one. I don't think so. I disagree. I think it'd be a lot easier to do that because it's data. It's data. If you have the data to show you work, you have it. If I can show my tax, here's how much I paid it, IRS would know how much I paid in taxes. It's data. It's automatic data. I, all of that is trackable. See, it's easy to track who's a shareholder. That's not hard to do. It's easy to track who's giving their opinions on a shareholder call because you know who. It's a document that everybody has who's a shareholder. At the end of the year, the government could print out a system to say, this year, this is how many votes you get, Adam. Who do you want to vote for? Yeah. And there's people that just say, you know what, I got 100 votes, I've qualified, but I'm not going to vote. That's okay. Don't you think That's there's a... people's, there's just two different types of people in this country. Yeah. People that want to be, in, feel they should be incentivized to do things, that you've earned the right to do something like vote and everything else. And everybody else that thinks that, hey, it's my privilege, it's my right, I can do whatever I want, I can do that. Look at, look at California. They spend way more time trying to figure out what you can do in between bites of a Thanksgiving dinner than something practical like this. And there's no way... That there's any the, the sad thing is there's no way for any hope for this because no. the Democrats would never want never, something no. like this. How do you count dead people then? You know, let's get all the, the the kids coming in there to vote that don't even know what they're doing. Yeah, no, this this the chance. Just so you guys know, I'm not pitching this to see that this is going to be passed in the next couple of years. The chances of this passing, it, <laughs> the chances of this passing is more likely in a different country than in America. The chances of this what passing. They would call you a racist for even coming up with the idea. I'd love, I would love to debate anybody who calls me a racist. I'd, I'd have such a fun time with them if they call me racist. What country could you uh, see this happening? Uh, and, and any country that wants to compete with America because America is getting so soft that, uh, look, here's how competition works. Let me tell you how competition works. Competition works the moment you notice a nation getting arrogant, be ready. Mm -hmm. The moment a nation gets arrogant, be ready. Be ready. It's interesting times coming around the corner. The moment you get arrogant, cocky, in sports, in business, what do arrogant people do? They, they no longer wake down. up yeah. at the same time. They no longer have the same fire, the urge. You know, I'm interviewing a guy yesterday. He says, uh, uh, what's going to make you more fired up today because you have more money today than before? How is that fire still going to be? I said, you don't know who I am. I'm more fired up today than I've ever been in my life. And you guys both know who I'm talking about, our buddy here. I said, mm -hmm. I have more fire in my belly today than I've ever had, and I'm 42. I'm more fired up today than I was at 23 years old. 
than I was 25 years old. I'm so fired up. So it's because you got 100 votes now. You know, you get. The, I've had 100 <laughs> votes since I was 26 years old. I've had 100 votes for a long time. Mm-hmm. My 100 votes is not a recent thing. You said you look like a million dollars. What I tell you, I've looked like a million dollars since I was 27, 28. This is not about looking like it. This is about knowing and thinking like it. This is logical reasoning. You don't have to agree with it. I'm not telling you this is going to pass. I'm not telling you, you know, the chance to, I can't even run for office. I can't run for president. I can't run for any of it. I'm not born here. But all I'm saying is if a country took this idea and their foundation from the beginning is like this, that's a dangerous country. Yeah. Everybody would wake up saying, I can't wait to earn my vote. Yeah, and I wish you had the choice to go to a country like that. Yeah. I wish there was I something in place. Do felons get a chance to vote in your country? You're paying taxes? Yeah. Yes, you do. If you're a felon. Yes, you do. You know why? Okay. Can a felon own a share of Apple? Yeah, of course. Of course. I don't care if you're a felon. You get mm-hmm. to vote. Because you're skin in the game. Yeah. I don't care about felons. I don't care about, to me, it's skin in the game. You pay taxes. You're a felon. Totally understand. You screwed up. Hey, bad for you. Should have never done that. But you came out, you got a job, you paid $3,000 in taxes, you have a vote. 100%. Color doesn't matter. Discrimination doesn't matter. I don't care what color you are, what nationality you are, what religion you are. I could care less. That's your choice. Atheist, agnostic, Christian, seven-day, Catholic, Jew, uh, doesn't matter. Height, any of that stuff, doesn't matter. Do your thing. You contribute, you get to vote. Okay, Paul Nieto III. I like it. It goes uh, in a way of uh, what Socrates said and more with not only a knowledgeable voter, but service or helping community as well. Now we have people voting because Cardi B said to vote for Biden. That's pathetic. And I it's agree true. With you, it's 100% Nieto. true. He's right. Yeah. So, so and, and it would, like, you know. That's oh, that WAP vote. Check this out. The, let's, let's, let's go into the conversation I was having with you guys yesterday about the guy that I talked to. Uh, yeah, so, 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 I was telling you, I was talking to Peter Schweitzer yesterday. Mm-hmm. And if you guys don't know who Peter Schweitzer is, Kai, you want to pull up on Google who Peter Schweitzer is? Uh, Peter Schweitzer is, uh, 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 there you go. Peter Schweitzer, he is the former uh, William J. Casey Research Fellow at Stanford University Hoover Institution. Okay, Peter Schweitzer. He's written a lot of books. Go to Amazon so we can show the books. He's written a lot of different, just type in right there, Amazon, the bottom right there. Third one is him. There you go. You can do that as well. So he's written a lot of books. Now, obviously, it's one-sided. He wrote Clinton Cash, which affected the last election, okay? And that book got, I don't know how many thousands of views, reviews. That affected Clinton because everybody talked about Clinton Cash. Profiles in corruption. He breaks down everybody, left, right, middle, everybody, McConnell family, everybody. Uh, and the recent one is Secret Empires. I asked him a question yesterday. I think we were having this conversation. I said I want to bring it up today. The question was, who are the most powerful organizations or individual in America today? And before you guys answer it, I actually want to hear from you as well that you're watching this. And I want you to rank this. So hear me out when I'm saying this because I want to hear you rank these in the comment section. Okay, so Adam, if you're ready. Yep. Kai, I want to hear from you as well. Uh, 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 you were in it, so you can't play long. Luis, I want you to think about the answers here as well. Eric, you too. I've forgotten, if that matters. Yeah, I'll tell you right (laughs) now. You told me. I asked him a question. I said, who are the most powerful people in America today? Hmm. I said, number one, the president of the United States. Okay? I just said, not in a list. I'm just saying. Yeah, this is... One is president of the United States. Yeah. Second one is billionaires. Third is universities. Fourth is social media companies. Fifth is mainstream media. Who's the most powerful? Let me read it again. Mm-hmm. 
presidents, billionaires, universities, social media companies, or mainstream media. Once again, presidents, billionaires, social media companies, universities, or mainstream media. From first to last, who do you say is the most powerful to the least powerful? His answer was mm-hmm. shocking, and I agree with him. First to last, who would you say? I'm going to step out because I know the answer because okay. I was in the meeting, okay. but so I'll have go. some comments later. Okay, you go ahead. Who's from the most powerful to the least powerful? Most, I have just off the top of my head here, most powerful right now in America are social media companies. Okay, so social media for you is the top. I would put number two, media. Um, for some reason, I, I feel like the president, according to this list, would be last, although I, I would disagree with that. Um, and I got billionaires and universities coming in at three and four. And you got billionaires last. third. You got yeah. billionaires third. Universities well, univers- Universities third. Okay. Universities third. Fourth. And then president last. Yeah. Okay. Presidents last. What do you say, Luis? Who's the most powerful? Eric, who's the most powerful? So I'm um, I'm kind of going that way, but I'm going to flip the one and two. Let's do media. Mainstream media first, first, then social media. Then social media. Okay. Media. All right. Cool. I like that. Eric, what do you say? I think it's social media, then it's uh, media, then it's universities, then it's billionaires, and then there's the president. So you guys are identical. Yeah. The right. two of you are identical. Kai, who do you have? And he's a conservative. Uh, I say universities or social media first, then universities, then media, then billionaires, then the president. Hey, hang on. So social media first, then uh, universities. Mainstream media. Then mainstream media. Uh, pres- uh, billionaires. And then president. Okay, so here's what he said. Okay, here's what he said. And we got a lot of different people here, you know, uh, energized with Andres, royal family. Ryan Lynn says MSM, social billionaires, college presidents. That's it. So MSM's first, then social media companies, then billionaires, then college universities, then presidents for Ryan Lynn. Uh, Juan Guzman put social media and billionaires are the same thing to him. Okay. Ron Harris says Illuminati. Great. We went to a completely different direction there. But okay, I'm going to give you a shout out. All right, so here we go. Here's what he said. Mm -hmm. Number one at the top, social media companies. Okay. Most powerful. Yeah. Most powerful. Zuck is the most powerful non-elected official. In the official. world. Yeah, In sure. the world. Yeah. No, not okay. just non-elected official. He's the most powerful in the world. Wow. Zuck is the most powerful. If he ran for office, he dictates yeah. everything. He is yeah. the most. So he said socialist first. He said universities are second. Hmm. He said presidents, Congress, third, is what he put. Fourth, he put uh, mainstream media. Fifth. He put billionaires. He says billionaires are irrelevant today. He says no one so cares if you're a billionaire. There's so many of them. Yeah. Billionaires don't matter anymore. They used to 30 years mm-hmm. ago, but they don't do today. Yeah. There's a lot of billionaires. If I yeah. read the Forbes 2000 or Forbes, you would know 80% of the names yeah. if I read the names to you. Mm-hmm. Okay? So social, universities, president, mm-hmm. MSM, then billionaires. Okay. Thoughts. Thoughts. Number one, what a scary list. It, yeah. It's it's completely horrifying, and I'll tell you why. Because you look at number one and number two, and you could put media at number three, mainstream yeah. media, if you wanted to. Three of the five, 60%, don't entertain other thoughts than their own. They they will shut you down if you have a conflicting opinion than them on social media. And don't think they don't know their power either. They know exactly how powerful they are. They just showed it. Um 
And the other thing, universities as number two, if yeah. that's what he says, that's scary too because they're not allowing any other thought. In liberal arts universities, you are not allowed to have a conflicting opinion of him. And if you look at the numbers of people that um, professors in college, it's like 35 to 1 when it comes to a conservative versus a liberal. 13 that, to 1. 13 to 1 Washington Times. Okay, and not only that, but they're they're militant. They, they won't just, hey, I disagree with you. I respect your thought or something like that. They, they will shut you down. They, they will attack you. So to me, this is a very, very frightening thing. And they're only getting more powerful. Yeah. Adam. Yeah, I think we all agreed that social media was number one, especially these days. I mean, we're seeing, you know, in Congress just last week who, got, who had to show up. Zook, Jack Dorsey looking like ZZ Tops. Um, uh, how do we say the uh, CEO of Google's name? How do we say his name? Anyone? 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 Sundar Pinchai. Thank you for that, Kai, our, uh, our, our 22-year-old who's able to vote these days. Uh, social media, number one. I think, you know, th that's a scary situation. Universities, number two. Why are universities number two, you think? Because they're training the next yeah, crop of people that are coming out to believe yeah, what they believe. What percentage of Americans go to university? Twenty five percent. The ones that, that are the cultural elites that end up on the coast that dictate everything that's going on in this country. You got a point. It's the people that end up. You know, I mean, think about it. Right now, the ticket to getting a nice job is through what a degree. So if you get a nice but that's degree, changing. you get it. It is changing, but mm -hmm. it's been like this for a while. Universities, yeah. as of right now, has extreme influence. Are we saying over that it's the universities or the products of the universities? Meaning, like you go to Harvard, you become a you know. No, it's the universities. What they're training you, the the culture. I'm sure that's it's, what he it's meant. It's a cultural thing with professors. What they're okay. doing. You're professors. saying it's the teachers, the of professors. Course. Yes. I mean, where it's are you going? So though? It's not. It's not. Well, what is a university? It's the professor. Like you know, you are going to be taught by a professor on whatever he or she thinks. Well, these days so, on, uh, online, it's hard to get influenced as much. And then what? President was number three? President was number where three. Where was number three? Where was president, you know, 50 years ago? Number For probably one? first place. Number one, yeah. right? And he lumped Congress into that at number yeah, three. Yeah, he did. He said Congress. Yeah, yeah. He specifically said Congress on president. Well, thank God that, you know, the president doesn't have ultimate say. You know, yeah. Congress well, is there But to, the point is, the that. point is, the president yeah. is no longer the most powerful man on the planet. It's no longer. That's no longer the case. Guys, Twitter is censoring the president. Think about what I just said right there. Twitter censors the president. Twitter dictates what the president can say and not say. Who has the power? Yeah. President? Right. President can't tell Twitter, hey, show what I have to say. That That is a, you right there, you realize who really has the power. True. It ain't no president. And to even document that more, when the president yeah. can actually showcase the power he has, it's through social media. I mean, that's where Trump has his most power when he's communicating to his base through social media, which even further illustrates how powerful it is. People are saying audio is lagging like crazy. What's what's the story? They're saying audio is lagging like crazy. Is it matching with the video or no? Is it is it is there a little bit of lag? That's what they're saying. But anyways, okay, let's continue. So interesting take. Kai, can you pull up what Biden's uh, camp is saying they're going to do when they become uh, president with uh, COVID-19? I don't know if you got that article or not. This is pretty interesting because this is what they're considering doing the moment uh, Biden takes office. Uh, their recommendation is, I don't know if you have it. I emailed it to you. I emailed it to you to kaiadvaitemen.com. Uh, it is something I sent you, Kai. I don't know if you're seeing it or no. I have it right here. If I can send this to you, it's on Daily Wire or CNBC. If you go to CNBC, type in Biden COVID advisor says. Biden COVID advisor says. COVID advisor says. Yeah. There you go. Go to that uh, right there. First one. Good. 
Biden COVID advisor says U.S. lockdown of four to six weeks could control pandemic and revive the economy. Okay, go a little higher. Let's read this. Dr. Michael Osterholm, which, by the way, if you guys don't know who he is, he was the first guy that came out on Joe Rogan. He got like 20 million views. Coronavirus advisor to president-elect Joe Biden said a nationwide lockdown would help bring the virus under control in the U.S. He said the government could borrow enough money to pay for a package that would never uh, cover lost income for individuals and government during a shutdown. We could really watch ourselves cruising into the vaccine availability in the first and second quarter of next year while bringing back the economy long before that. Go a little higher to see if there's anything else below. Go a little higher uh, to see if Okay, so four to six weeks. What do you think? Four to six weeks, Adam, shutting it down. Four to six weeks. I mean, is, obviously, we're not. We're trying to avoid another shutdown. That's something but that, that, but that, that we're that's trying to But that's what avoid. they're saying to do. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes I'm going to play devil's advocate yeah. here. The, the COVID is back. We've been saying that. It's not that, been gone. No, meaning it, 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 was, it was going down over the yeah. summer. Boom, they've been saying it. The, once the fall and the cooler weather happens, COVID's back. I mean, Trump's been saying we're rounding the curve, we're rounding the curve all over the campaign. In my opinion, that swung a lot of voters being like, dude, what are you talking about? We're, we're, numbers are going up. Um, what I assume they're thinking is sometimes you need to take two steps back in order to take 100 steps forward. Yeah. So if I don't think anybody wants a lockdown, anyone who's like, yay, a lockdown, yay, more masks, yay, awesome, the economy. But this just comes down to numbers. If it's going to cost us more money and more stimulus to keep fighting this pandemic and the numbers just don't justify the ends don't justify the means if we have to lock down for a month in order to be freaking free and clear so you're of cool covid with that. you're cool with four I'm not saying lockdown. I'm cool with it I'm yeah. saying if these are what experts not talking heads like us over yeah. here experts are saying we might want to consider listening to experts on this obviously our gut instincts are going to be like another lockdown oh my god but if this is what it takes, we need to do something about this because how much money is the pandemic costing us because our our economy is not fully functional? The answers point. are whatever the media decides to tell you that day. I love how people that voted for Biden tell us that COVID is back. How the hell do they know? Are they the doctors? How do we know this guy isn't a quack? All right. By the way, I'm embarrassed. He teaches at the University of Minnesota. I think it is the most harmful thing he could possibly say. I think it is dangerous. I think he should be disbarred. I think it's terrible what he said. Another lockdown would destroy this country. I mean, to, to an economic degree that I don't know if we'd be able to get out of it for a long time. And here's the other thing, too. Biden is a puppet. He will do what everybody tells him to. He's already been documented to say that he would shut down the country if science told him to or if he was encouraged to. So can you read the tea leaves where this is going? It's headed in exactly that direction. And, and you know what? Do we really know COVID is back? Yeah, positive tests are back. Are people dying more? Is it a fatal disease? Pull it I mean, up. Are, are ICU see. units really that overwhelmed Let's right see now? The coronavirus Apparently they are. Uh, we well, don't know see. that. Let's we don't know the if race. the media is saying it. We don't know it's what, true. What, let's just take the go, hospital's uh, word uh, for go, it. Don't go Texas. Go all this, all, show all. And if you can make that bigger, Kai, be good. Have you guys talked to doctors like in March, April, May yeah, that, we that did. are actually in? We did. Go to. It's not uh, as bad. Uh, go it's, to death. Yeah, go to death. So death is not up. Cases are up, Adam, if you think about it. So do me a favor. Put them side by side. Like put put another page side by side so we can go to it. To go to another page and put the same exact search that you just put up. COVID cases. Just type in coronavirus cases. Yeah, there you go. Like that. And go to it. And then change from Texas to all. Show all. 
so so look at that. So if, can you make this smaller and put it right next to the other one? Because I want to compare the two. Make it smaller and make the other one. Yeah, so so go to COVID cases, COVID cases. So go to death. Because this is how you measure this. Like if the cases are up but death is down, it just means it's not as deadly, just so everybody knows. Yeah, go a little more left and then and then change it from cases to death on the left side. Yeah, so if you look at that, can you make that a little smaller, Kai, or no? Can you? Okay, look, just look. That's fine. That's fine the way it is. Okay, so if you look at this right here, this is what you see. So here it went up. Cases went up. So death, uh, this is cases? Okay, cases went up. Death went up right at the beginning. We had no clue what we were doing. Then death went down June 13. Cases flattened. Okay, cases went up. We had one big day here. Then it's pretty much been flat, even though the cases have been going up. You don't see a spike going up. So you realize the more cases go up and death stays flat, you know what it's saying. It's not as deadly. That's what it says. I don't know if that makes sense or not. So if cases are going, look at look how bad. It's the worst it's ever been with cases, right? Look at over here. Mm-hmm. It's the worst it's been with cases, but death is flat. You know, so if this spikes, then that means the rate of how deadly it is, is deadly. But if cases are going up, it just means kids are going back to school. September, kids started going back to school. October, November, you know what? Kids are around each other. By the way, in my high, in my kids' school, they just shut down high school. High school has to go home because three kids got COVID. So they shut down the whole high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they send the high school home in Texas. It's a private school. But uh, everybody else is still going to school. But high school, because they're playing around, they're together, they're playing sports, whatever they're doing, they shut it down, right? So. But, you know, the data doesn't show more people are dying. I'm, I'm data ready, shows I'm, we're I, getting more cases. I get it. I yeah. get it. I get it. I'm, my question, what I'm saying is this. What would you rather have? We shut down. We don't shut down. GDP grows at, you know, 2%, right? Yeah. We shut down for a month. GDP grows at 10%. What would you rather have? Th- that's not a realistic option. That's I, not a, tell me, well, how, not? How's the GDP going to grow on, over a lockdown? I, I don't think that'd be like saying, would you like to have a, lo- uh, a shutdown for the country, lo- but saying, you're guaranteed to have a winning lottery ticket? Or would you rather not have that? Well, the GDP. Lockdown's the, in, in the, bad. In, in the, no in the, other way around it. GDP in the second quarter went down 34%, right? It went back up 35% in Q3. My question is. If we lock down, but GDP is able to grow because they get a hold of this. No, no, no. GDP doesn't grow if you lock down. GDP only grows if you send free money out. That's how it would grow. Okay. So we're going into more Well, there's going to be another stimulus, stimulus package. It's in, not going to get approved if Senate is owned on the other side. There's still going to be a stimulus package. Not just the, the kind size that of you it. think. Not the size. It'll it's be at least a trillion dollars. Yeah, $800 million. It'll be a trillion bucks. $800 billion. Yeah. Okay. But all I'm saying is if experts, not talking heads like us over Bro, here, you're, you're are for, saying that a potential lockdown. You're forgetting. These are not... Listen, just so you know, lockdown benefits me. Let, me. let me tell you selfishly. So a lockdown benefits me tremendously. More money in the stimulus benefits me tremendously in millions of ways. We had the biggest month in the history of the company when there was lockdown. Selfishly, it benefits me. But it crushes restaurants. It crushes small businesses. Do you know how hard? So, so let me give you a little bit more perspective. So you know when you start a business, how hard is it to keep a business running and flowing? You know how hard it Very is? Very hard. Very hard. You know what's even harder? When you go out of business and try to start another one. When your business goes out of business, what's your next move? What's the first thing you do when your business goes out, goes out of business? What's the first thing you got to do? Try another one, I guess. No, you get a job. 
you go get a job to save money because all your savings was in that business. So the only reason you went out of business is because you ran out of money. If you have money, you would have never ran out of business. Yeah, but these businesses that are operating at 50% capacity. Yeah. Okay. Why, if they continue to operate at 50% capacity. Down, if you shut down, they're done. Okay. Their margins are so not thin when they're, they're 100% stimulus, capacity. Not if there's PPP. With st stimulus, how much stimulus are you going to give them to stay in business? If it's I, for a month. I, I, do, if it's I, for I, a been, month. I've been looking at office space left and right. You know what landlords have been saying? We're what? giving 25% discount for people that are struggling. 25%. They're not saying, hey, it's okay. It's 25%, 25%. The other business that took a big hit, his business didn't take a 25% hit. The other guy took an 80% hit. So you took an 80% hit on revenue and profits, but you're getting a 25% savings on the lease you got to pay. You're out of business, buddy. It's just basic stuff well, of paying bills. What kind of business are they possibly doing at 50% capacity? Let's just, let's. Because you're desperate. You need any kind of money to try to stay afloat and you're trying to make your business stay live with your savings, your so life saying, savings, you're your saying 401k. For, you're saying if there's one month of lockdown, yeah. I'm posing a Crush question. It. Yeah, it's horrible. It. And they give you money. They give you money. They're not giving you enough money. 800 billion is nothing. Well, you're saying 800 billion. That, They're saying it could be 1.5 trillion. That's nothing. To who though? What do you mean? To it's everybody. Do, a lockdown is a not, horrible thing. How do you keep a business going on Bro, that? Bro, if you put, for one month here, guys. If you do, we're not talking about for six months. Do you that's really believe time, shutting down Adam, the country is a good one thing month is right a long now? Time. I mean, Listen, literally. Airlines got crushed. Good news we got. Vaccines coming out. Stocks went up. It's good. People are excited. Phenomenal. You want to shut down for four to six weeks? And by the way, you know how, how you shut down the economy for 90 days? You know how you shut down the economy for 90 days? Guess how you shut down the economy for 90 days? First, you convince people to agree to four to six weeks. That's how you shut down the economy for 90 days. Do you understand what I just said? Mm -hmm. Here's how you do it. You're saying it's a slippery slope. No, no. Here's how you do it. You shut down the economy for four to six weeks. But the case is all stirred there. We need to go. We were almost there. Let's go four more weeks. Yeah, yeah. That's no, what they did last that, time. No, Pat, that's exactly what's happening that's in California. That's what they but do every single week and every slope. single month, man. I'm not Dude, saying we should do it. I know I'm you're just not saying, saying if that. the numbers I know what support you're playing no, devil's advocate. No, but we don't know these devil's advocate. No, I, Tom, you know who also doesn't know you? You're saying it's so I, matter of fact. Yeah, but I can't, I can't control myself when someone is advocating to shut the country down. It makes no sense. I'm, I'm, uh... I'm, I'm, I'm with you tremendously on not doing that. I think what needs to happen, look, when we're having a conversation about New York, what'd you say? You gave perspective. Your perspective was what? You wanted your grandma to die? Okay, you don't want your grandma to die if they come to Thanksgiving. So what did I say? I say, are you guys still gonna have the gatherings? Maybe you don't invite your grandma. Maybe you go to the grandma and check on them and you leave, right? Maybe some people are not gonna do that. So the grandma, like the other day, Tico was sick, okay? He had a flu, 100 degrees. He likes to sleep with his papa. I went, I said, you're not sleeping with Papa tonight. He says, why not? I said, because your dad's, uh, your Papa cannot get uh, the fever. He says, okay, right. you're right. You know what he does? He goes upstairs. And you know what he does? He leaves his bed. Then he goes and sleeps by himself on another bed. You know why? He says, I don't want Dylan to get sick. Look at this freaking kid. He says, I don't want Dylan to get sick. Freaking Tico, man, the way <laughs> he thinks. What I'm trying to tell you is people will think the right way to make the decision to not hurt their 85-year-old grandma or grandpa. People can do the right things. You don't have to shut down the economy when the rest of us are going to be okay working. Don't get me wrong. There's a big community in America that secretly would love another shutdown. I know them. Who's a, who are those people? Same people when the guy was giving me a haircut with Michael Rapatoni and one of the guys that was here saying, I'm making more money than ever because of <laughs> the freaking yeah. stimulus. I'm loving life. I have more cash than ever before. Mm -hmm. And I said, wow, what a freaking shame that the economy is paying people 
that were not even making half this money. They're ma- paying them twice the money they're making right now just because of stimulus. You know how many people, people are looking for a shutdown? Many people. Well, two-thirds of people, we, as we established, are making people. more money during— Yeah, uh, many people. Listen, the point that I'm saying is so this. There's no sound, no audio. I think at this point we got to shut down because I don't know really? what's going on with the sound and the audio. People are commenting. It's on YouTube's end. We're fine on our end. Okay. The, uh, the point that I'm making yeah. is— Let's wrap this up, and then we'll go, and we'll put it back I'm up. I'm not saying that we should shut down. Yeah. But if people are saying that, and they have numbers to support it, and there's actual data— it deserves to at least be entertained. Let's not pretend that we're doctors here. No, or, this or, has nothing or, to do with us being doctors. This is everything to do with these people are politically politically motivated when they're when they're saying these things. If if it, how I'm is not that say- guy politically motivated? <laughs> um, because he's on Biden's task force. Okay, and so Biden will pick guys like him who think that so way. So you think Biden wants to shut down the economy? Hundred percent. Why? I, I truly think because he's, he wanna... he's already said he does. But why does he want to do that? Uh, because the, the the more that the government, as a Democrat, can be involved in individual people's lives, that benefits them. A shutdown is beneficial to them for that reason. For what? How does you it benefit them? Because they're more dependent on the government. They'll want the stimulus. They'll want everything that the big government wants to provide for you is what they think that they'll need. So, so they're, they're, you're saying that he wants to do that so people are more dependent on government? It has nothing to do are, with are you actually saying trying you don't to think control. Biden wants to have a shutdown? I'm asking you, you don't think there's here's, any part of this that he wants to actually control the virus? Here's the last thing I would say. If the vi- I'm not saying the virus isn't out there. I'm not saying it's not bad for people that are susceptible to it. Do we? Do you know anyone personally who has died from it? I do. I yes. know a 91-year-old, a 90-year-old. I don't know anybody other than really, really extremely old people. And I don't know anybody that it has really, truly affected their day-to-day. Phone system is and offline I, right now? So, but that doesn't affect this. Okay, got it. Okay. Got it. So, look, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what this is all about. I mean, people cannot we'll hear anything we're saying Thank right God now. we have to- you know D- Dr. Zenner over here to enlighten hey, you know, no, YouTube had about huge Dr. issues Zenner. yesterday, Yeah, right? they had huge mm-hmm. issues. They're having issues. It's all good. I mean, it's all good. We had people. This was great dialogue. Hopefully, we'll get a chance to upload this and put the short clips and uh, get people to be able to hear this conversation because this was a great conversation we had here today. Um, you probably cannot hear this, but for those of you that can hear it, <laughs> when we re-upload this, if you enjoyed today's dialogue, click on that subscribe button. If you got any thoughts about what we talked about, comment below. We actually read your comments. And with that being said, have a wonderful week and a weekend. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye.